0: All right, Jace, how's it going? You're back. Man. I'm back. Thank you for coming back. First off, yeah, and the last time, dude, I was just, I was just too goddamn excited. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> we, were, we were hyping it up for a couple weeks. Yep. And we were trying to fit too much stuff into one podcast, man. We did. So uh, I appreciate you coming back because I definitely owe you some more, more talk time All right. and uh, more depth. You know, let you get a little deeper into your stories, and really whatever you want to talk about. Hey, so.
1: well, We're going to talk about the good old days, Okay. I think. We'll start off with that.
0: Well, let me start off with this. Thank you for bringing train wrecks.
1: I brought the train wrecks. Oh, we, we're good, man. Oh, we okay. both got one. Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry I got uh, got you some Guinness, if you don't like Guinness. I mean, what's the deal there? I know you said you're not sure.
1: I'm not sure if I like Guinness okay. or not. We'll let you try we'll, one. We're going to try one. Fuck yeah. After drinking these train wrecks, though, you know Cheers. we're probably not going to taste it. <laughs> oh, I mean, you will. <laughs> these are strong. They are strong. What are they like? Nine something? They're eight, two. But the ones at the brewery when you go there, they're eleven.
0: Mmm, that's right. That's right. The those brewery kick your ass. <laughs> they fucking
1: slap <laughs> you, dude.
0: All right. Well. Well, we'll. What do you got? What do you got for me? We'll just go over to. You got some stories?
1: What? You got some questions? Thought experiments? Thought. Ex- we'll we'll get the thought experiments here too. But okay. We'll, we'll start off with, um, how I used to do rodeos and stuff. You used to rodeo. I used to rodeo. God damn! I did not know that. Yup. Okay. I, I had a, a career um, of two bull rides. What? Yeah. Okay. So I'm rubbing my hands on uh, Well, I had a lot of practice, but like in semi pros, it was two bowl rides. And yeah. Then I, then I broke my pelvis in the, in the last one. And that's why, I, that's why <sighs> I retired early.
0: <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Well, okay.
1: So the first ride I had was in Sparta, Sparta, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, uh. I did all right. I mean, I got bucked off in like six and a half seconds or something like that.
0: Still a pretty good ride. Pretty
1: good ride. But I wanted to tell this story because there was a bullfighter and a rodeo clown I used to like. His name was Cecil. And (laughs) Cecil. That's a good name for a rodeo clown. No, that was his legit real name was Cecil. And before I got on this bull, man, he was like, hey, dude, I got to (laughs) shit. <laughs> Damn. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh fuck. Okay. You know? <laughs> so this dude, he's dressed up like a clown, and there's porta there's Sparta is set up and it's like in a bowl. And the, the, porta, the arena? Yeah, the okay. arena is down in a bowl. Like there's a hillside all the way around this arena. Like a Coliseum. Yeah. <laughs> so there's Porta Johns on top of this hill. And <laughs> Cecil runs up to those Porta Johns before where I'm sitting in the chute. Damn. and Like he had to shit. He had to shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so there he goes. He goes in the port of John, and then this, like, kid opened the port of John while Cecil was taking a shit. He's like, Yuck, look, y'all, the clown's taking a shit. And then, <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that. It was just. <laughs> so he not only. But he did, he just waved. As a kid opened the... Like, to everybody down in the <laughs>
0: So not only did he leave you in the shoot, he fucking... He, he got outed. Yeah, he, he, he got he outed. Made a He made a public appearance at a private event. He did. He did. <laughs> uh, wow, that's hilarious. Look, y'all. Look, y'all. The he's clown's shit. shitting. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad he... he I'm glad he took it like he did, yeah. you know, because that's, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like that could definitely affect your outcome, you know, if he's in a shitty mood and no pun intended. Oh, no. This you dude know?
1: was like always
0: uppity. Uppity. Hell yeah. Awesome. So you, how long were you riding for?
1: Oh, shit. Probably like one year. I mean, a long, longer than that, but semi pros, I didn't even make it a year. Because of the pelvis, which is another story I was going to tell.
0: So, how often, how often did you like practice ride? Like, kind of walked me through that.
1: Every Sunday. Okay. So There was Silver Dollar Bar in Grand Rapids, is what it was called, not so bar, Silver Dollar Ranch. And
0: say so you say bar, and I'm thinking I like, was thinking Higgins
1: Lake when I said that. Yeah. But Silver Dollar Ranch in Grand Rapids. They had a bunch of bucking bulls and stuff. Okay. You go down there and just get your ass kicked. But,
0: so, kind of walk me through that. Like, what's what's like not even the mental prep, the physical prep. Like, what did you need to ride? You need a, <laughs> a, a good grip.
1: A good grip. Well, <laughs> you need to know your knots for the rope and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, you put on like a lather on the rope so it, it's like sticky.
0: Okay, so it doesn't cut your cut. hand or
1: bells and, I mean, there was like different knots i always use a slip knot because you don't want to get caught in them but there's other knots that are like suicide knots that you pretty much you're in it you're tied to the bull yeah those are for dudes that are willing to die for it but yeah
0: so then like uh, some gear prep what like what kind of gear Like special traps, or what'd you practice in jeans? Like how?
1: Just jeans, you know. I mean, you you got your vest, and I wore a hockey helmet for practice. Okay, yeah. I should have wore it. Like a lot of them wear it for in the actual rodeo, but I wanted to be cool and did it, and just (laughs) smacked my head. But damn.
0: Yeah, I mean, plus, I feel like if that bull stomps you, that your helmet's just keeping your head from. Yeah. Going back to or regular size. Or you'll
1: break your pelvis when that happens. That's what <laughs> yeah. happened
0: to me. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll, to that. We'll, I, I got a, I got a couple more questions for you, though. Okay. So you said every Sunday. Every Sunday. How many times would
1: you ride? I'd ride about two or three times.
0: Okay. And now, were you riding different bulls all two or three times?
1: Yeah, more or less. I mean, you could, you could ride the same bull twice if you chose to like if you had a bad ride you could be like hey you know i want to get back on him you know but
0: so what would they do to piss these bulls off to put a shank
1: on them oh like put a shank right in their groins really yeah
0: okay yeah that'll piss that'll get them bucking yep see now I, i knew they they did that for uh the proteos yeah but i didn't know if maybe it was a little different because i feel like in I I have you here, so I can ask you. So like practice sessions, were these bulls constantly getting ridden, like in a cycle, not like back to back, but I mean twenty minute rest, maybe. You know, uh,
1: I mean, and <clears throat> no, not necessarily. They kind of kept them fresh and rotated. Okay. I mean, you in a practice session, like yeah, you could you could ride the same bull a couple times, but you'd, it, you he would start to get tired. You know, it wasn't like the first time.
0: Right. So then, obviously, they probably remove the shank between rides. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because that's kind of where. Because I was thinking, like, I know, in the, the bigger rodeos, like the professionals, semi pros, even, you know, they're only shanked up while you're riding, and
1: yeah, they only got got one shot. You draw one bull, and that's his. Yeah. That's his goal for that night. You know. Yeah.
0: So that's. I mean, I get it, but I was just kind of curious because. So how many people did you
1: practice with? Oh, hell, there was probably 15, 20 people there at a time sometimes.
0: Okay, see, that's kind of what I was imagining and yep. then, then how many bulls?
2: Oh,
1: man, I don't know how many bulls they had exactly, but I bet you pretty close to 100.
0: Oh, fuck, okay. Yeah, so, you, they're, yep. so they're, okay.
1: Yeah, that wasn't like... Oh, we're just gonna ride these five bulls between right? right. Yeah, <laughs> well,
0: well, because what I was kind of thinking is like maybe these bulls are getting more stressed than the the pros are getting, so maybe these these bulls are getting angrier. So maybe you're actually dealing with more of a ride. I mean, I get the bulls are probably they're probably over a wider range of age span. So you probably have some younger bulls, a couple older bulls, just oh, yeah. for the experience side. Smaller bulls, bigger bulls, but I was thinking like, um, you know, maybe there were 50 bulls, and I, did they only do Sundays?
1: They only did
0: Sundays for okay. practice. Okay. So I'm. So what I was imagining is you've got these bulls every week that are getting shanked up. They're probably going to be a little more angry around <laughs> people than some of these. Uh, more notorious bulls you know what i mean they get shanked like once a month once every other week
1: and it comes down to genetics too Mm -hmm. i mean the top the best of the best the best of the breeding end up going pbr or prca but it's
0: so do you know any piece what prca breeders
3: i do
1: okay
0: i do have you ever ridden one of their
1: bulls i have (laughs) damn what's that like i rode bodacious's son And that's actually the one that broke my pelvis. No shit? Yeah. Bodacious, dude. Uh Uh-huh. Which is... That's a famous bull. That's famous, yeah. That's a famous bull. His his son is the one that (laughs) fucked me up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, So, so go ahead and walk us through that. So, here, this was in Detroit. This is like State Fair Detroit, like pro qualifier. And I watched a guy get reamed and puncture his lungs there.
0: Okay, and now this is while you're semi pro going to pro qualifier. This
1: is yeah, this is like okay. this is semi pros, but it's a pro qualifier. So,
0: it wasn't a public event then?
1: It you had to be invited. Yeah. Okay. So He got his lungs punctured and off he goes to the Detroit hospital. So I was like, "Well, shit."
0: And I don't mean to keep interjecting. Punctured by the like, horn take a, or his take a, rib?
1: Take a horn into your lungs and okay. See, I'm, I don't think I don't think it punctured the lung, but I know it broke his ribs and stuff. Touched his it lung? gets better though. <laughs> We're, we'll get back to that. Yeah. So here I go. <laughs> I draw Bodacious's son. I'm like, oh shit! Well, I'm done. <laughs> well, how do they How do they do the draw? You just name out of a hat. That's okay. your that your number. Your bull right there. Mm-hmm. And so my rope slipped, and I got caught underneath and he cracked me right in the freaking pelvis. Like You got caught underneath st- him? Yeah, mm. and he, st- he stepped on me. And so there I go to the Detroit hospital, <laughs> and I end up being in the same room as the guy that just got his lungs punctured. <laughs> Fucking roommates, dude. Roommates. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> So here we are, we're just, like, miserable, like, you got to <laughs> yes. be kidding me. Yeah. Bed, set beds are side by side.
0: They probably put you together on purpose, too.
1: They probably did.
0: Just for the uh, mental release, the co-coping. Co-
1: yep. So, two days later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're laying there, still. <laughs> yeah. And the, our nurse comes in, and she's, like, just big old, like, foreign sounding lady Mm -hmm. she goes have you have you all have a bm today and we're i was like no and he was like no he's like well if you have no bm by tomorrow you get an enema and i was like oh so i was like oh fuck you know i'm not not getting anything on my ass (laughs) no dude no (laughs) no so i I call my mom I was like, you need to bring me prune juice and prunes and, and everything. Everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're going. Uh, not even, yeah. well, is is Marilax the one that makes you poop or is it X lax X lax lax Bring me some X lax So I'm eating <clears throat> prunes and drinking prune juice. And and it, it, when it came, I mean, it was like it came and I'm hitting the button on the, on the, like, come get me, pick me up. I couldn't make it. So I had to, like, roll out of the bed and crawl through the toilet. What? Yeah. With the broke. Bro- <laughs> and go. And I made it. and this dude just laughed at me, just, Oh, you dumbass, blah, 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 So the next day it comes around. Oh, did you have your BM? Yes, yes I did, ma'am. Yeah. And, th- and he he did not have his BM. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Did you have oh, your BM? And coming. he's like he's like, Yes I did. I had my bm and I was like no he didn't (laughs) you're ratting him out no no, he didn't (laughs) (laughs) there was a shower in this room (laughs) (laughs) and he pretty much gets drugged to the shower gets his enema and just water turned on and shit down the fucking shower drain (laughs) so so, yeah kids that's my bull riding career poop jokes yeah don't (laughs) <laughs> it, it
0: literally boils down to shit in the drain. Yeah. <laughs> wow, don't, dude. Don't
1: don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys.
0: So so how long <laughs> How long were you in the hospital, bro?
3: About a week.
0: Damn. So they sent you home with a shattered pelvis after a week. Yeah. So like what t- what like what kind of stuff were they monitoring? Like just making sure you making didn't Making
1: sure like my hip alignment and stuff, didn't like okay be weird i mean i think it has i think it is because every now and then i can feel it like oh i didn't feel like it shifted right you know but
0: like you go to pivot 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 90 degrees to yeah. the right and
1: if i pivot too fast it hurts <sighs> fuck god damn
0: so do you know if he he was released was he released before you or you know about I, how long
1: i don't know i got up before him but
0: mm-hmm yeah, I guess that's a community that I can. A lot of people are probably going to laugh because you ratted on him, but that's the community thing, dude. Like, you know, I'm sure if you guys were Navy SEALs, they'd have done the same shit. Oh, yeah. Like, no, he hasn't. Show something up his ass, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even if he did have his ball movement, there probably would have been the no, he hasn't. Have him prove it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, t- yeah. tell him, prove it. So, you, you know what? Scan his scan his ass. Scan Literally, his ass. scan it. Yep. <laughs> Wow. So what made you want to get into bull riding?
1: Just <coughs> nuts, man. I pretty much grew up around rodeos and stuff. Hell, my mom was uh, in the PRCA as a rodeo queen, so I pretty much was just always around no shit. it. Yeah. Hmm. Which is pro. Which yeah. Is, yeah.
0: No shit. That's, uh... You know, I've always been intrigued in, uh... Not necessarily interested in riding, but, like, even the Broncos, bro.
1: That's what I should have did because the, the ideal bull rider is a short, stocky little fucker. Mm-hmm. Where I was long and lanky at the time.
0: You're more suited for Broncos. So I
1: was more, I was built for it, but I wanted to be, you know, go ride bulls, you know. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> did, you, did you wear a cowboy hat at least when I, you got?
1: I did. Okay. I did.
0: Instead of your helmet? Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. Do you remember your number? Yeah,
1: it was just different every day. Yeah, They just kind of give you a number, oh, here you go. It might have been like 113 or it would have been like 84, I don't know.
0: I just figure when you got shattered that maybe that moment would have stuck with you. Like, that's my unlucky number, you know what I mean? 113? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says, I do know. I do, I do know. know.
1: Yeah, but no, I didn't have a, I thought you meant like a specific number. No. Oh, no, my, no. No, my number that day was 113. God damn, man. So is that you're unlucky? I don't know. It's always been a, like a reminder of.
0: <laughs> you skip over it when you count to 150. <laughs> <laughs> you don't buy anything if it's $113 before or after tax. Fuck, man. Wow. So you said your mom was a rodeo queen. Yeah. So how did she get into it?
1: She was always like horse riding and stuff, and she just was hardcore into it, you know. Mm-hmm. And she ended up right after high school going to Oklahoma for for a while, and it's really big down there. And
0: it is, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, just kind of curious. I had to ask that because I went to school with a family that did like barrel races and stuff and uh it was kind of cool like a couple times i've been over there while they were because they have their own barns and shit they're doing all the shit in you know and it's it was just kind of cool like watching the kids ride and do all that stuff because it's like dude just just riding horseback for a little bit beat my ass you know what i mean let alone watching them fucking race and it's like fuck man i mean that shit's cool you know, like I said, it's, it's, something I've always been kind of intrigued by because it's like, uh, I don't know, man, like golf, it's you versus the elements, right? It's a yeah. metal game. You versus the elements, hockey, it's your skill level versus other people, you know, their skill level, but it's like any animal sports, like hunting, fishing, fishing. If you, I mean, you can kind of edge it out with barometric pressure, yeah. water temperature, all that shit, but dude. When there's an animal involved that you're hands-on with, yeah, like if that if that animal's not synced up with you the same way that right. you're feeling, dude, it doesn't matter how good you feel. Like you get thrown, you get fucking whatever, dude. You know,
1: it's not. It's all about not trusting and accepting the risk. That's right, pretty much what it is.
0: Dual alignment. They got to be feeling as good as you are. Like mm-hmm. you can't be shitty on a day they're feeling great because you know you're kind of doing 90% of the control, you know, they're still yeah. thinking for themselves. but, and then the days that you're feeling great and they're feeling like shit, it's like, everything just has to align, and if that March. happens to be on comp day, dude, yeah, uh, man, that's one thing I like about the Kentucky Derby, is like, watching those jockeys, and you've got all these crazy bloodlines and prodigies, you know, and it's like, yeah, but, you know. I, I started getting into, like, some of these horses do better in cooler weather. Some of them do better in hotter weather. They do. Some of them do better with certain humidities. And then you don't really have the background on how long this horse has been resting, exactly what their diet is, which they're all on pretty keen diets. But when the, when's the last time you got a nut off? Like, all that shit adds up, dude. So, like, when people are betting, they're betting just to be part of the derby. But oh, it's yeah. like, when you get into the nuances of, like... What are the odds he's going to be feeling good today with or without the jockey? Yeah, it's anybody's game, literally, yeah. dude. Like, American Pharaoh, that fucking horse, dude. Like, my God. I don't know We're how sure. they took care of that horse. They did. You know? Like, Bodacious, did. that bull? That bull is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you said, like, genetics is a big part of it, but... Fuck, man. Like, what a... <laughs> What if Bodacious's dad was like, I'm only fucking this bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this bitch just happens to be the one that is is the fake bitch catching all the bitches. Right. You know what I mean? So well, it's like, I
1: mean, there's strings and <coughs> shit. You know, they fucking jerk them off. And oh, that's what I'm saying. And tubes like, and, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: you know, he's just, he's literally a hundred grand a load or whatever they charge. You yep. know, and you just happen to have. The right female, yeah, and then you just create a fucking mutant, you know, yeah, like the odds of all that. I don't know, man, but you got to ride bodacious's son, mm. it's fucking awesome, dude.
1: Hey, it was not worth it, but I get to say <laughs> I did. <laughs>
0: well, so what do you know about how old he was?
1: Uh, I think he was about four at the time,
0: damn, right in his prime,
1: yeah.
0: So what went wrong with the rope? I know you said it slipped, not slipped.
1: I, I think my hand slipped out of it because I I, I kind of did like a, a little loop around my hand and went in, and I could feel it slipping when I was on there. So I was thinking I would just get thrown off and run away, but <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I got straight down and stomped. Fuck.
0: Ah, so like what goes through your mind before you get on the bull?
1: Just, uh, dude, I don't even want to know. Crickets? <laughs> Crickets. Yep. Trying Crickets to... and, I don't know. You just got to have that fucking attitude. Yeah, right?
0: you're, in there, you're in there to do a job. Yep. So then what happens, what goes through your mind when your hand slips?
1: Honestly, it's still just so fast. It's just, I always, you just everything kind of rings ding, because you usually smack your head. And, mm-hmm. then, and the only thing, because your adrenaline is so high, you almost don't even feel it. And then you're just running for defense.
0: See, I was wondering if there was a second where your hand slipped and you, like, you had that ass pucker moment where you were like, not good.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I can remember having the ass pucker moment and falling down, but I also remember, like, once I knew it was inevitable... Everything just went silent. That's the first thing you lose is your hearing when Mm -hmm. you're drilling. I can remember just, like, the ringing and then kind of, like, rolling out of there. And then, like...
0: Hmm. Then you start seeing clowns. Then you start seeing (laughs) (laughs) clowns. Clowns just waving at the bull. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So how often would you see injuries?
1: Oh, just about every... Every week.
0: Like, even at practice and yep. stuff? Yeah. What's the worst injury you've seen?
1: Uh, i seen a dude break his, like, neck and die. What? Yeah.
0: What happened there?
1: He fucking smacked his head on the ground. Like, died. got bucked, or? Got bucked and just landed wrong. Mm. Yeah. I, I re, I re, I think it's cool to do it, but I regret it. Like, I wish I would've.
0: No, bro. Listen. You can't regret that dude. <laughs> For real. You can't regret that. I mean, you're already through it, you know. Right.
1: I've already done it. I'm fine, but
0: you just got to be glad you got out when you did, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't necessarily your choice. No. You remember when those that that guy was uh, I know they do it pretty often. I don't know if they do it anymore. They used to do it pretty often where they'd have like the poker and they just let a bull loose. Oh
1: yeah, they did that all the time.
0: Remember when that guy got his face sliced? Yeah. And like half his face was hanging off?
1: The one I like they used to do was a teeter totter. They put a teeter totter out there in the middle of the arena, and a little bull up there and they teeter totter. Dude, yeah. <laughs> like for
0: And they would see like how long and dude he Yeah. Literally. How long can he sit at the table? Last yeah. one at the table wins. Stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stupid. 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 <laughs> <laughs> how much whiskey would would be consumed, or how much was alcohol like a factor in whether it's the ability to get on the bull, the ability to ride the bull, the ability to cope with, you know? What I mean, like how how was
1: it? I none for me, but I the atmosphere at the time was afterwards party like a motherfucker because mm-hmm, you, you know? survived because you survived. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn, dude! Wow. Okay. Well, I don't want to keep beating this to death. Great. Right. I, I mean, I got I got a lot of questions I can ask you right. bef- before. Well, say not before now, but after for sure. When uh, I have another one, I can just go tap you on the shoulder. Right. <laughs> like, hey, question. Just trying to think if I have anything else before we jump off that I want to ask on record. Have you ever had a clown fuck up at his job when you needed him?
1: I've seen it happen before.
0: What's that like?
1: They just ignore the clown. It's almost like the clown can't get the bull's attention, and then the dude, whoever is, was the rider, is just getting their ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Like, longer.
0: So I know you said you saw the guy break his neck. Like, what's the next worst one you've seen? Because obviously a death is pretty tough to beat as yeah, far as... Yeah,
1: yeah, so... I've seen ribs, I've seen legs, I've seen I mean, there's just numerous numerous injuries all the time, but
0: So just hanging out in that circle, did any of the guys talk about like, uh, maybe some of their fears, or like some of their preparation, like mental what? prep?
1: Ah, man. I'll be honest with you, most of them dudes there have no fucking fear.
0: Well, yeah right, yeah,
1: right. I mean, you don't say, you know what I want to do? I want to get on that 2,200-pound animal and fucking ride it because I'm scared, you know? But <laughs> <'Cause> like... <laughs> Well, I,
0: I guess what I meant was, like, maybe, like, um, they don't want to have a leg punctured or they don't want to get speared up the ass. Like, did any of them talk about, like, that? Like, not, because obviously they're not going to ride without, or if they if they're scared of it. But I'm saying, like... When I say fears, like your worst case scenario, if you're welding is something shorts out and you become the electrode. You know right, what I mean. Yeah. Like that's that's my fear in welding. So it's like, what is even yours? Like maybe a common fear you would hear is, I don't, I don't want to take a horn up the ass or whatever. You know.
1: Right. Well, you just kind of block it out. Don't I even, mean, obviously don't you know about the about risk. It? Yeah, you okay. know the risk, but you you do it anyway.
0: Damn, bro, hard. Hard. Okay. What Sorry. else? You, what else you got for me? Uh. You're
2: good. You're all
1: good. right. Cool. I'm
0: gonna adjust this a little bit for you. Make a little more comfy so we can look at
1: each other. All right. Yeah, dude. Last time I did this, is was like, oh, I got, I like, I listened to us. I was like, do I got a speech impediment? <laughs> 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 no, but no. no, it's because I gotta make eye contact when I'm talking. Yeah. We yeah. just, we just
0: keep turning. Yeah, yeah. we turning away from it. Yeah. One second, people. Yeah, this is one of those things, dude, that I'm still trying to get.
1: There we go. Right okay. on. Okay, cool. Cool. We're back.
0: All right, what else you got?
1: Well, <laughs> you want to talk about fishing? You want to talk about working out? You want to.
0: Well, I do have some questions for you. All right. You, dude, you've gone through uh, maybe the last three weeks, two, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, you flipped a switch. What's that? First off, what is that about?
1: Well, I had something personal hurt me. Okay. So I decided, like, so what I've noticed people do when they have something happen to them is that they'll either get into alcohol. Get cheers! In, cheers! <laughs> but heavily, not like right, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. They'll get into drugs. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll go run to somebody else. My case was, I'm gonna be a bigger, better person. Gotta work on yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna find myself. I'm gonna set an example. Set an, yeah. Okay. So you know, I just wanted to be better in general. That was the way to deal with it. But
0: I mean, I'm glad you say that because that's that's something I think almost everybody can relate with, dude. Yeah. I know, I know people that something bad happens to them and they try and prove everybody that doubted them wrong or not even bad happens. Just they get bad feedback and they're just like, fuck you, I'll show you. And then they're just off to the races. like, where was this before? But they need that.
1: They need that push. I needed that push. You know, I, I lost 15 pounds the last three weeks. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. But
0: see the first time I even caught wind, well, first time, it's only been a couple weeks, but like the first thing that kind of, Brought it to my attention. It's not that we had talked about you making a change, but I saw you were saying something about an ice bath and Uh, I was like, that doesn't just happen. No. You know what I mean? So then in my mind, I'm thinking like, all right, you know, is he on some sort of regimen now where he's got a gym membership or is he, you know, like what, what happened? Well, the ice
1: baths help with the inflammation, which is my pelvis. Mm -hmm. So I can work out a little harder when I like basically numb myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what get, it is, dude. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. <laughs> numbing.
1: And so that's why I do that. And then what you're supposed to do is do that like three times a day, and then you're supposed to go sit in a sauna. But what I've been yep. doing is just sitting in the bathtub with Epsom salt for at night and stuff when I... That'll work. So you kind of go up and down with it. Then if you believe in the metabolic winter hypothesis, yeah, which is basically saying everybody's fucking soft nowadays they are it's like you can go to the mcdonald's and you spend no energy going through the drive through to eat crap mm-hmm. like back in
0: there's no stress about where your next meal is coming from you don't have to pre-plan no plan ahead gather while it, shit's in season is it
1: too hot out you can turn your air conditioning on is it too cold out you can turn your furnace on and never leave your house <laughs> Dude, you know,
0: order shit right to your door, DoorDash.
1: We're supposed to suffer as people, and yeah. that's what makes you stronger. That's growth. Yeah. Even so, in plants,
0: you see a plant that falls over, let it go. And yeah. that motherfucker's going to be bigger and badder than any of its fucking. Yeah. You know.
1: So I think people have gotten something in there has made people not. Have that survival need to, like our ancestors were fighting mastodons just, to, <laughs> just to eat. You know, like hey, we gotta kill a fucking mastodon with our spears. That's what it is. You though. know, just to just to live today. Yeah,
0: you know? that's what it is. Though, like you said, there's something in there that's caused weakness.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I I get conflicted because I hear people argue that this is the best time to live.
1: Right. Well, I mean, it's probably the most comfortable time to live.
0: And that's what they mean by best. Because 50% of me wants to agree. And this is literally right down the center, 50-50. 50 50 doesn't. And 50 wants to agree because, of course, you don't have to walk around with a sword, even though you should be weaponized, you know. Because of your personal defense, you're still the only one responsible for your safety in your life. Yeah. Now... You don't need to walk around with a sword like they did in the 1600s. You don't need to stand shoulder to shoulder with your neighbor to face the neighboring town. Right. Who's old, also shoulder to shoulder. You don't need to worry about eating rotten meat or whether or not you're going to be able to kill a buffalo or a fucking mastodon and then tan its hide so that you have like, warmth through the winter, yeah. even if you don't have food. You don't have to worry about what your na- your local area has for natural resources. There's so many things we don't have to worry about now. But that doesn't necessarily mean better for me because like you said, dude, you need those stresses for growth. Like we're more comfortable. We can go get a surgery done. We can go to a drive thru if we're hungry. We can make a phone call. If you want sex, you can get on an app. Like it's <laughs> it's just it's that fucking yeah, simple, dude. Yeah. Like
1: everything's instant now.
0: Mm-hmm. And the instant gratification to me doesn't mean it's a better time. They say it's the safest time. I don't necessarily know if I agree with that either because safety physically as far as against violence in our country, yeah. In most of the world, no. But even if you just look at our country, like, and people are going to be like,
2: yeah, but what about
0: all these random killings and mass shootings and fucking stabbings and whatever? It's like you're still better off now than you would have been 500 years ago as far as safety. But on a physical level, because now we're we're giving up our emotional safety by yeah. knowing that, hey, if everything collapses, I know what I can eat in my yard. I know what I can eat out in the woods. I know what I can't eat. Right. I know how to procure food, whether it's an animal or a plant. Like, we're giving up that mental safety for comfort. Yeah. The, the convenience of being able to call somebody else that's going to get paid to have my... Safety and best interest, you know, that's the service they give me. Hey, you know, I'll pay this guy to pick me up a bottle of Jack and some chicken wings from the bar from DoorDash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, does that, to me, that doesn't mean that we're safer.
1: No, it means we're getting too comfortable. Is it safer? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not fighting mastodons to right. to, to eat that day, you know. <laughs> it's kind of like... Dire wolves aren't dragging you
0: <laughs> out of your yeah. teepee, yep. You know, but again, what happens if the world were to collapse right now? Ninety percent of the people wouldn't be able to survive more than a no. week.
1: The cities would be fucking nuts, dude. right? Like, yeah, yeah,
0: it'd be a race to get out of the city. Then when you're out of the city, mm-hmm. you're out trying to find something you can eat with other motherfuckers that know what they can eat out in the woods. And yeah. then after two weeks, desperation kicks in. Yep. You don't have a weapon, but you're willing to fight somebody because, or kill somebody because they might have food on them. Right. Or a weapon. Yep. Like, it's, we're not, we're not thinking of long-term safety. We're looking at immediate gratification as the best time to live in. Yeah. I guarantee if you go to Saudi Arabia right now as a woman... Oh yeah, you probably don't feel that. No, or Iran,
1: or yeah. anywhere. A, there's a reason they put on robes and stuff and cover them up. <laughs> yeah, you know, dude.
0: it's not because they're safe and they're living in a time yeah. of convenience. You know, uh-huh. so it is a perspective thing. But anyway, I don't know how we got off on that. Right? Here do I? But, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what were we talking about before that? Safety. Safety in. Convenient. Oh, that making people weaker now that we have all this access to instant gratification.
1: Yeah, for sure. So,
0: yeah. So what, uh, I guess, what kind of led you to the ice pass? Is this something you've done before? It is is...
1: something I've done before. And, I mean, you see professional athletes and shit do it before. So, Mm -hmm. and, I mean... Scientifically, it helps your nervous system and it helps oxygen flow through your brain. I mean, there's just there's a lot of benefits that are proven for it. And then, like I said, like what we just went off on, which is the metabolic winter hypothesis yeah, that's how that, we got off, yeah. On
0: that. And that's actually, I'll remember, I remembered, so I'll really quickly say what I was going to say is that. <laughs> For those of you listening out there, I'm sorry, but these are my ADD tangents. You know what I mean? Right now, I feel like, even with the metabolic winter thing, like, you say that, and it's like, okay, cool, you know. It's a hypothesis, but I feel like it's more of a fact for most people. Yeah. I just, that's how I feel, because, again... Your mental comfort is at risk, or I'm sorry, your mental safety is at risk right now because how many people are confident enough to be like, oh, this winter's coming? I know winter's coming. I'm in the northern hemisphere, right? It's summer, it's hot right now. I'm going to bitch about how hot it is, but I'm not going to prepare for it to be cold this winter. So they're counting on having natural gas, they're counting on having electricity for their space heaters. They're not preparing to have a, a backup source of fuel and heat like wood. Yeah. They're not out there sweating their ass off because it's too hot to go cut wood today. Right. They're out there, or I'm sorry, they're in there in their air conditioning saying, God damn it, it's too hot it's outside. It's too hot. And you know what mean? Be,
1: And then it'll be too cold <laughs> later, you know. Right, what? it's
0: going to be too cold to go cut wood right now. Well, your house is going to be the same temperature as outside, plus a few degrees minus wind chill. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but it's too cold to go cut wood. I'll just sit here with my seven sleeping bags and two fur coats. You know I mean? <laughs> it's like whatever. Yeah. You're not going to have water. Your pipes are going to burst. That means next summer, you're not going to have water when it's too hot. Right. You know what I mean? So Anyway. Did you want a Guinness? Yeah, let's try one. Well, you, okay. What do you got left of your train wreck? Uh, I got a little bit left. Okay. Don't you don't have to slam it. <clears throat> If you don't like it, I will. Uh, I, I will. Drink we're slamming it. it. Okay. All right. Just know that if you don't like it, they are my favorite common beer. So uh, yeah, I can't say that. My favorite daily. I don't know. Cheers. Cheers. Good luck. I yep. hope you like it.
1: <laughs> I do like it.
0: They'll grow on you. you know, if you like it from the first sip, they'll grow on you. They're creamy.
1: Like I said though, after them train wrecks it tastes kinda Yeah, well, mild. But
0: I wish we'd have started with it. Yeah <clears throat> just for your sake. huh. I mean I can still find the Guinness I enjoy in there, but you'd have to Google me on this people out there listening. I think it's a minute forty two seconds from the time you pour a draft Guinness to the time you're supposed to drink it to let the head settle. And dude, it is one of the creamiest fucking No shit. A milk mustache ain't got shit on a Guinness stash probably. No so, shit. God. Excuse me.
1: But, yeah, dude, I, um, have you been doing any fishing? I, n- no, it's been so low and clear that I haven't, I've been doing some bluegill fishing, mm-hmm. and even but they haven't even really been on their beds this year, man.
0: Where but, you b- where you been fishing at? Like, uh, lakes, river, lakes? You don't have to name
1: lakes, them. Lakes, well, Holton Lake's one of them, and then... Okay,
0: biggest lake in the fucking state by surface area, and you're like, they ain't on their beds yet.
1: Uh (laughs) Dude, they are somewhere. They are somewhere. Well, (laughs) I know where they usually are on their beds there, but compared to years prior, it -hmm. has not been as good as... Tell you what, dude, I'm going to argue that for a second. All
0: right. You hit me. You you just stop me if you think I'm wrong. Okay. I've been bow fishing for a while, Uh right? And I used to be able to time... The spawn, the swamp that I grew up near, I used to be able to tie in the spawn on the river. Difference being moving water, not moving water. And if you have water flooding on the river, catch carp up in the flats, I could bout fucking tell you, all right, here in a week when it's going to rain, carp are going to be spawning. Oxygen levels, for one, are down because we haven't had rain this year. But over the last five years, what I've noticed is the spawn has gone from carp, let's say, for example, has gone from, like, a week before Memorial Day to, depending on certain waters, I'm talking about, like, waters where I grew up by. Yeah. So, like, the swamp, dude, early May, they'd be spawning. Because right. that shit's getting sun all day, even though yeah. air temps might have been 50 degrees, that water temp is catching right up. Yeah. And then the first day it's, like, 70 degrees, that water jumps to, like, 54, 55. Yeah. You get a week of that, dude, that water temp is 60, 62, carp are spawning. And even if they're not spawning, the males would be harassing the females because the males are smaller. Yeah. And as you know, they're cold-blooded, so the water temp is their body temp, and those males would react to the heat before the females. So they would still be pushing females around up in the shallows and shit. And I've noticed that depending on the oxygen level, depending on if we're getting rain early or not, depending on the melt-off, everything's been stalled and spread out yeah so like even the pike spawn yeah i noticed that this year it was after ice out or about the time the ice was out because we didn't really have ice right so whatever you would call ice out i kind of noticed that the pike spawn was like as quote-unquote ice out was happening and a little after right i noticed this year so far that the carp spawn was spread out it wasn't like a one week two week event dude it was spread out over like three four weeks Little certain pods are spawned in here, certain pods are spawned in there. I've noticed with the bluegills, it's spread out. Yeah. Uh, for example, I was catching sunfish two, three weeks ago. Probably, uh, I'd say three, four weeks ago now, full of eggs, plump. Yeah. I was seeing bass guarding their beds, smallmouth and largemouth. Yep. And usually they they hit their beds like a week before bluegill. Yep. So I'm seeing them. I'm like, all right, I'm going to fish deeper for the bluegill and the sunfish. A week later, dude, boom, right on time. I'm like, sweet, sunfish are hitting their beds. That means bluegills must be too. Right. Dude, we didn't catch a bluegill for like two weeks. No. Hammering sunfish. Yeah. We're taking sunfish off beds. We're taking sunfish out of the deep water where they're staging. And I'm like, why the fuck haven't we caught a bluegill? right Right. same time they spawn the same time dude well like a week and a half two weeks later we catch the first bluegill now all of a sudden we're catching bluegills and sunfish bluegills and sunfish of slab size you know but now i usually i would say this is post spawn this what july 22nd yeah okay so or june 22nd usually by july everything's done spawning yeah for sure Dude, the bluegills we've been catching, haven't their eggs haven't even loosened up. Like, you could literally take their egg sac out, dip it in some fucking batter and fry it. No shit. So
1: it's not done yet. It's just... For
0: some fish. Yeah. But other fish I was catching a couple weeks ago, full of eggs that were loose. You'd cut them open to fillet them and fucking eggs spilling out everywhere. So, typically, when I was growing up, I didn't notice maybe a two-week spawning window. This is the third week, and I'm still catching fish that are fucking tight eggs acts like right. their skin is fucking tight, tight dude yeah so and i don't know if that's an oxygen thing i don't know if, i don't think it's a water temp thing because water temp was up 3 weeks ago right so i'm almost wondering if it's an oxygen level thing because we haven't been getting the rain into yeah. the rivers and lakes yeah to bring that oxygen level up we haven't had flowing water it hasn't even been fucking windy right. to get that surface oxygen stirred in but the last thing i'm going to throw at you before i let you speak here vegetation it's high vegetation is growing like a motherfucker it dude. Is. no rain no overcast mm-hmm. days been sunny as fuck that's what a plant wants right a water plant wants sun and they have water because they're in a lake right the growth has been uninhibited yeah and those plants take up oxygen yep they kick a little back but they take up more oxygen than they put back when they're a water right. plant yeah you know? for sure and I've seen weed growth like a motherfucker. I've seen
1: it is bad. It is bad weed growth this year, dude.
0: It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Shit over by where I grew up. Fish are already dying. They don't usually die till like mid to late July, and the water's so stagnant and low that right now they're dying. Yeah. I had a video. I don't. I don't know if it's a good video. I took a video a couple of weeks ago where uh, the wife and I were leaving my grandpa's, and we just drove by a swamp, and then we were caught carp- by the boat launch sucking air already, spawned out, just sucking air. And the water was so damn low that, like, we found a couple of catfish She she thought they were tadpoles. We found a pot of catfish that had just hatched. Just hatched. They literally looked like tadpoles. Right. She was like, these look like catfish because they got whiskers. I'm like, ah, they should be tadpoles. It's that time of year. I slapped a couple up on the bank. They were catfish. No shit. Those catfish probably aren't going to make it, dude, because they're so small and the water is so low that there's no surface area for them to... I mean, they're literally hovering on the edge of the deep pools because there's no water anywhere else. Usually the water's high enough right now they can get up in the grass and at least get to minnow size before they get forced back into the big water. Fucking bluegills and everything, little tiny bluegills, two, three inches are popping them bitches right now. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So I just think that the the weed growth has a lot to do with it because as the water is being stirred up by the air there's no rain coming in to add extra oxygen. And yep. those plants are just reaching up for that surface.
1: They are. And they're even on top of the water at this point, you know. But yeah, Everywhere, too. <laughs>
0: So when you say water clarity, are you talking like trout?
1: Well, anyway? yeah, low and clear sucks for trout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want I want that shit stained. But...
0: Yeah. Yeah, so how much trout fishing have you done?
1: I haven't done much at all since, like, beginning of May, to be honest with you. It's just been too low and clear, and I haven't bothered with it. But,
0: uh, Nymphing. or what? Like what type of fishing Some were you doing early May?
1: S- streamers and still stripping streamers. I, I, I'm now. a big. I, I like my meat. I like mm-hmm. throwing big meat in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. The big browns. Big browns. You crank
0: uh, Rapalas or anything like Rapalas that?
1: Rapalas and jerk baits and
0: spoons. Spoons
1: and spinners and.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's that time of year I'm usually itching to go float some flies. Yeah. You know. Well it's
1: a hex hatch right now. Right, right. And that's that's fun. And that's bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are, you know Yo. what I mean? So
0: you know, I just wanted to ask you about the fishing thing because uh you you haven't been saying much about getting out. And usually you're pretty good about mentioning, Yeah, I'm gonna go hit the water this weekend or even the other day when you when uh you said you were gonna go to Crystal with some shandies, I was like yeah. Going to do any <coughs> jigging? What are you doing? Like, no, you're going to go out just, for some eyes?
1: Just hot. Just hitting the beach. Just hitting the
0: beach. <laughs> but that's sad to me because this time of year you should be scheduling part of a beach day, maybe. Get out there a little early, hit the beach while it's hot. Yep. And as it starts cooling off, yep. it should be in your plan to go out and eat, at least do some trolling.
1: Yeah, that's what my, I, I yeah, I would have done that. But I like to troll out there for walleyes at, at night, you know. But. Spinners?
0: You do a spinning uh, rig like or? a
1: shad wrap. I just like oh a, really? Or yeah, husky jerk, husky or? jerk, or okay, flicker minnow or something like that. Dude,
0: them Berkeley flicker shads, bro. Yeah. them flicker minnows.
1: Yeah, oh
3: yeah,
0: they're like bomb. I'm. They're like a quarter of my tackle box now. I dude. know. I haven't caught more. And this is a free ad for Berkeley, dude. You pitch in. I haven't caught any more crappie on a different crankbait in my entire. Fishing career than I have the last three or four, and then fucking flicker shads. bro. Yeah. what is
1: it? I don't, it's because they pivot like they kind of like they, they do their little jig like a regular crankbait does, but they also like sway back and forth, so yeah. you kind of got this weird but, thing going on. But, but dude, like even their color
0: patterns, yeah, like the way they're painting lures and doing the what is it when they fucking they don't blow mold them, but they impregnate them somehow with color yeah anyway however they're doing that like the colors are on point yep i've noticed that like uh i couldn't tell you off the top of my head my favorite color smelt is one of my favorite yep any of the hds the uv the purple with the yellow stripes i think it's uv tiger i like the pearl white the pearl whites bomb yep with the glitter ass yeah yeah dude that's i got like six of those because the fucking crappie smash (laughs) and like i can throw mr crappies out there yeah 20 retrieves, nothing. It's like, all right, I'll throw a fucking beetle spin on. Mm-hmm. Three, four retrieves, I might have a couple hits, catch a crappie. It's like, okay, so I know they're here. And then you throw a fucking flicker shad on, yeah. dude. It's cast after cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like them flicker shads. They're, they're nice. Dude, bomb. If, free, free plug for Berkeley. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, dude. You tell me if I'm wrong. Berkeley was slipping in the game.
1: They are. Well, their shit's still cheap. I mean, don't even get me wrong.
0: They were slipping. Before yeah. that flicker shed, they yeah. were slipping hard. Like their biggest thing to me was like line and a couple of their rods.
1: Yeah, like ugly stick. No, they don't even
3: own ugly stick.
1: No. So.
0: The um Oh my god. I just had it on the tip of my tongue. I got a Berkeley rod out in the garage right now. I'll go out and look at it and be like, God damn it. But yeah, they had they made some good rods I'd use for casting. Spinning rods for yep. casting. Or trolling. But um other than that, dude, their line was about all I fucked with. And yeah. those flicker shads are out now. They they revolutionized the game. They did. That's enough second Berkeley stick, but dude, they <laughs> They've been doing good for me the last few years. Really good. Uh Father's Day actually. We went out fishing for a little bit in the afternoon. You'll appreciate this. The kids got me uh and the old lady got me a couple lures couple uh shad wraps right oh yeah (laughs) okay bluegill pattern and crawfish pattern right i was like you couldn't have picked better patterns yep so we spend most of the day catching bluegills and i had a couple bass chase my bluegills i'm like all right well we're getting ready to call it and i'm like let me catch a pike for these mother or a bass for these motherfuckers really quick on a lure they got me right and i had my casting rod set up I'm like, I should put a wire leader on it. Yeah. I debated it for about 10 minutes. I had one more. I, I was fishing bobbers with my daughter and my wife. And I was like, I got one more worm. I'm going to wait till these fish eat this worm up. Right. So I caught like two, three rock bass. I was like, all right, worm's gone. The whole time I'm like, I should. But the kids were getting kind of fussy. And I was like, yeah, it's just a couple casts, you know. First cast. I zing it out <laughs> there, Fucking zing it. I count down to five. Give it a couple jerks. Slow retrieve, and then I yep. speed the retrieve up, jerk it, and stop it. The second I stop it, dude, I'm counting to two because just the way I jerked it up, I figure it probably rose in the water column. Count to two to get it back to that level. Yep. And as I'm getting ready to jerk it, dude, rod, thump, 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 and yep. then snap. Oh. I'm like, you're kidding me. Wire leader. <laughs> Monster pike, dude. Yeah, Monster fucking pike hit it. First cast with it, lost it. I, thought, I felt like such shit. Because I knew I should have put a leader on there, and I didn't. And everybody was like, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, we're going to get another one. Cause that's no. Literally the first cast and I lose. Right. The lure you got me for Father's Day.
3: Damn.
0: Yeah. I wish I would have caught that pike, yeah. though, dude. Like, that rod, it's a medium heavy, and it was fucking... Dude, it was fucking, it was a nice pike. I'm gonna guess 32, maybe. Jeez. Like, I've, yeah, nice one. Yeah. yeah. yeah I've caught decent fish on those medium heavies, and that fucker was a good fish, too. Right.
1: <laughs> Stupid. Anyway. Anyway. Hey, I'm going to Putin Bay next weekend, I guess, next week if you're listening to this, but next weekend for us. Okay. <clears throat> you ever been to Putin Bay? No. It's wild. I've wanted to go. It's wild for for, for the fourth. For the fourth. Oh, fuck. So what's the itinerary? Well, we're gonna party like a mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last time I was there, we burned a boat down. What? Yeah. Show Tell you. me. Well, we <laughs> didn't burn the boat down, but they didn't. They didn't vent. I'll show you a picture of it. But they didn't vent the gas when they were filling it up, and it, and it burned like. Holy shit! On fire. At the dock? At the gas dock. Holy fuck. And I wasn't going to mention names, but I'm going to because I have to. My buddy Chad. Yeah, he, that's fine. <laughs> the news crew was there, and they are like, oh, you know, the boat's burned down. He's on the other side of the... The canal there, he's tripping. he's throwing his fucking dick around. (laughs) (laughs) I like Chad. Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's like a (laughs) 400-pounder, too. He played linebacker for Ohio State and then the Cleveland Browns and shit. What? Yeah.
0: Damn. I really like Chad. I didn't, initially didn't like him just because of throwing the dick around, but because he was tripping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, he was drunk. Yeah, He was drunk. So he was having a good time up there. He was at, having uh, a good time at, uh, up at Putin Bay, huh? Putten Bay, Putten
3: Bay. Oh man, what the hell!
0: So when when you is, is this holy fuck, dude? Yeah,
1: dude. That was a good day. That oh, might, I made it a bad day for them. Was, that,
0: that might have to be the episode photo. I might,
1: I? I might send it to you. that will be the episode. Photo. I'll leave it up to you. Whatever you yeah, want to. I'll make send give. it to you. It looks cool, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good picture.
0: Was that your picture? Yeah. You were that close. I was to that <laughs> close.
1: I was there, man. <laughs> Fucking Chad, winging his dick around in front of the news crew.
0: How okay? They didn't vent their gas tank.
3: Yeah.
1: Was
0: that a single outboard or dual? It it's, looks like a big boat.
1: It's, it's on board. I, it must be dual on board. Mm-hmm. But.
0: God, fuck. How do you not vent your tank, dude? I don't know. That's like day one shit. Unless yeah. they were already drunk.
1: They probably were already drunk. It's put in bay.
0: So what the hell are you guys going to do up there? Watch fireworks? Or? Watch
1: fireworks and bar hop and.
0: Mm-hmm. Are there bars? I know there's dude, one along the. Oh,
1: dude. The whole fucking island's bars. Mm-hmm. Like.
0: I knew there was at least one because a buddy was telling me that he got dinner up there and it was
1: one of the best meals he's had. Yeah. The boardwalks got good bloody marys and they put crabs in their bloody marys and what? Yeah. God
0: damn. That's a breakfast. Bro. Yes. <laughs> damn.
1: It's yeah. like it's the Key West of the North is what they call it. So if you anything Key West has got, this has got except for it's in Ohio.
0: Wow. Yeah, I can't remember what meal he said he got, but it was, like, a super hefty meal, and he said it was one of the best meals, if not the best meal he's ever had, so. Yeah. And that was maybe seven, eight years ago. Yeah. So I can't.
1: And it's it's probably the same, you know, but.
0: Well, I was just saying, saying like, I I can't remember if it was fish, steak, like, you know, burgers. they got it
1: all, man. I mean, it's like. It'd be like going this island is like downtown Elmo, except for everything there is a bar or a restaurant.
0: <laughs> As it should be. As it should be. As it should be. Damn. So what are you so what are your plans? Are you just gonna wait around and
1: I'm just gonna drink I'm just during gonna the hang day out, or? Man, Yeah. I'm okay. gonna do some fishing, do some walleye fishing in Erie Fuck and eerie yeah. and how long are you going for? Yeah, probably just the first, second and maybe the third and then coming home.
0: Not gonna stay for the
1: fireworks? No, I mean they. There's a lot of tourists there for the holiday and stuff too. Mm. It'll be nuts. Yeah. But well, you got a good boat to do it, dude. Well, I have not, my boat. Don't my dad's got two of them that are better. But I don't know,
0: dude. That jet boat.
1: Yeah, it's that'd... it's a twenty-five mile run out there. You, you know, just don't
0: feel confident with it, or just not no, comfortable? No, because
1: the jet picks out the water easy. And so if,
0: oh, yeah, wave so conditions. So any wave. Yeah, wave conditions yep. for sure. See, I was just thinking controlling the fucking no. going from dock to dock would be perfect with the jet. You're not worrying about trim or anything. No, just,
1: no you can't do it.
0: That makes sense, though.
1: Hmm. But Dad's got a twin engine pursuit that fucking fishes like a motherfucker what yeah has it got a tower yeah it's center console tower and... what the fuck dude yeah. <laughs> i
0: didn't know that
1: <laughs> what are we doing right now we could be out on We're, that we dude. gotta go it's twin twin
0: 250
2: what the fuck
1: with the console
0: tower has he got like uh like deck steering too like is that a dual tower like no it's, dual just, helm? it's
1: just it's just a one helm single helm up top yep. that's fine then he's got a big old c ray egg he takes to put in bay that's like basically a camper on <laughs> yeah, like a 32-footer. Damn! what? Yeah, the center console's 28.
0: What the fuck has he got to tow them? Well, like, has he got a dually?
1: Oh, it never leaves. It don't have a trailer. Oh. It's too fucking big. Okay, so he's know? he's
0: got a slip. <laughs> yeah, okay, god damn, man. Got. Does he ever take it to the dry dock and have shit done to it, or like how does? Oh that yeah, work? I mean
1: they hoist it out of the water and do whatever they gotta do to it and stuff. But
0: so I'm just kind of curious, what's the storage like on that for the winter? Like, do, like I know pretty they much
1: just put it on like sawhorse-looking things and shrink wrap it and just sits there over the winter time. All the winterization, obviously, but
0: right, right. No shit. So has he got a like? is there a certain time frame he's got to have it out by then or else they just before ice out no they they
1: schedule like all right you're gonna pull your boat out in october right so there we go that's
0: what i was kind of thinking like is there a schedule that he has to go by with his slip or for the dry dock okay wow and then it probably goes in like may
1: yeah it's about about the time that pursuit he's He's got a trailer for her, so he can just put in and out. But
0: (laughs) the fuck are we doing, dude? On Erie? On Erie. Why the fuck are we not out there every weekend, just fucking?
1: Wait, if you want to, (laughs) yeah. yeah. (laughs) What do you mean, dude? God damn, (laughs) if I want to. Yeah, we just troll like um, they call them bomber minnows out there, and we put them out. There's big Amish boards, which are planter boards, except for it's like. You put, like, clips on them, and you can put them out and just keep putting lines out there.
0: Oh, yeah, like you three, can, four wide oh, on each side? or
1: Any, as wide as you want to go,
0: man. We're we talking, like, 100 feet off each side of this. If you wanted to. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've been <into>. Have you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shit, we put, let's see, down there it's three also, so three, six, nine. We ran 12 before.
3: Six off each side. Six off each side.
0: Holy shit! So how far out are those off each side of the
2: boat?
1: Mm, Probably fifty yards out. Damn, dude. It's pretty. It's a a cool system.
0: We're talking about eight, ten yards spacing, too. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm talking. That's a fish. Holler, dude you it might is. as well have it be dragging a
1: nut we we limit out in half hours yeah, it don't dude. matter it don't matter who you yeah, are dude. yeah
0: what the fuck that sounds like a blast fill your cooler and then spend the day just yep. trolling around looking at shit yep it is <laughs> swimming yep wow dude <laughs> <laughs> i'm just learning about this now on the podcast dude. yep wow same with the bull riding but
1: well, we're learning today.
0: Damn. Like, the planter systems are cool, dude, except for, like, uh...
1: I don't like the inline planter boards. I like the Amish boards. I like to have their own line, and then I have a clip that goes to that line that's to a rubber band, and when mm-hmm. the fish hits, it goes off the planter board line, and you're fighting the fish. Yep,
0: you bring her and then in. And you
1: shift everything down.
0: Now, is the rubber band on your main line, then?
1: The rubber band is connected... To a clip that is on the planter board line, and then wrapped around the main line. Okay, so your main line breaks so, off. So the, the rubber band breaks. Okay.
0: bomb Yep. So then you're not disturbing the other four yep, or five and lines. Pretty
1: and... much, it. whatever one it hits, it falls back behind the boat. Mm-hmm. You reel it in, and you shift off the other ones down the planter board line, and then you put that one to add a fish right on the top <laughs> again. <laughs> yep.
0: Dude, I'm so in. It's an in, assembly
1: dude. line of catching fish. Dude,
0: I'm so in, yeah. bro. Wow. So does he ever move that around the lakes, or does that stay on Erie?
1: Oh, it stays on Erie.
0: That sounds He's like... I'm like trying
1: a... to talk him into putting downriggers on the fucker.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a hell of a boat to be trolling salmon.
1: Dude. It is, but the problem is with it is because it's twin engine, there's no room out the back. So everything comes out the side. Where a walleye you can haul up the side. Yeah. Where a salmon out in the lake going to be a little harder.
0: So how wide is it? Maybe six, eight foot?
1: Yeah, I would say so. Hmm. I know the big one's 12.
0: And there's no room on no. the transom to...
1: No, it's, it's twin 250 Yamahas on it, so...
0: Is it are they
1: the back is all motor almost.
0: Are they linked with a bar then or how are they Yeah, they're linked with the bar. Yeah, that eliminates any space between them. Yep.
1: Hmm.
0: Huh. How old is the boat? You know what year it is?
1: Yeah, I'm mean, gonna guess it's I think it's like an eighty seven. Okay. The Yamahas are newer, but the, the boat is an eighty seven. Damn,
0: dude. So has it got like a little step down you can get off the transom and hit like the splash deck or anything? Or? They don't. No? Okay. No. So there's no way to even...
1: No, everything's like, going out the yeah. sides, yeah. I'm just
0: trying to figure out a way we can talk him into put it on Lake Michigan or something.
1: I know, I'm trying to. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah, I almost had him talked into it because he's right about at that retirement age. I'm like, hey, dude, you know what I'm saying? Just park it up in Manistee in the <laughs> fall. I got a jet boat, and we'll just fucking stomp on them, dude.
0: For real, <laughs> dude. About the time they start, they start like mouthing, or uh, collecting at the mouths of the rivers, like yeah. That would be so bomb. Two miles offshore with that boat, you're yep. like, oh, we get to get a little closer to shore every week. Yeah. You know, then all well, of a sudden you're trolling by the mouth of the Platte or something. Yeah. <laughs> dude, just...
1: dude, what? And it would be. It's sixty mile an hour boat. It's faster than fuck. What? Yeah. Wow. It's fast. It is a fucking fast boat. Like it's beating. <laughs> it's be, I beat cigar boats with it. This what? One. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking fast. Damn, and dude.
0: That'd be something Uh, to see the dunes from that
1: boat. Tournament fishing is what I want to do with it. Like out there, that like salmon showdown shit. Yeah. Dude, you'd outrun everybody.
0: (laughs) Imagine if you got twin 500s on that bitch racing. Would the transom
1: handle it? No. Not that big. It's not that big. We could beef it up. Yeah. He knows a couple guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn, man. Yeah, that that would be fun just to troll along the Sleeping Bear Dunes and yeah. all
1: that shit, catching salmon. I'd like it to run into Platte Bay and shit. Mm-hmm. Now that they don't, now that they don't uh, dredge out the Platte River, it's hard to get in there.
0: Dude, it's yeah, like uh, a couple of years ago, people were walking across it. Like, yeah, like at the mouth. Yeah, like any time I've I've had to, I've gone out there just for like sightseeing or getting rocks or whatever just to spend an afternoon like any time i've had to swim across that channel yeah last year or not last year it was maybe four or so years ago people were just waiting yeah i was like the fuck is this dude? right
1: i can remember going out there as a kid with <coughs> out that river mouth with a boat and trolling around that bay you can't do that now i probably could get over it with my jet boat but then once you got out there you'd be fighting the chop and stuff so yeah dude
0: And that's the thing is, like, it's a good spot to hunt for Petoskey. It's not trying to blow it out. Right. You know, you get out there in the water, waist deep, dive down, pick up a couple handfuls of rocks. And that was one thing we always worried about is, like, boats coming out of that channel going to the big lake. Yeah. They can't, usually they're bigger boats. They can't see you. So it's like, if you're going to swim it, you got to swim it. Right. You know, or you got to, like, double check and make sure nobody's launching because the launch is literally right there. If a boat's ready at the launch, everybody's on board, dude, as you know, you back out and you fucking head down the channel in it. That little bit of in current is enough that you're fighting it. Yeah. And you might think, all right, it's 15 yards across there. I can swim it in like 15, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, you know? Nah, dude. It takes a minute. Yeah. With that fighting that current. Because you're actually angling out toward the lake a little bit, you know? But. Yeah, if you can't get his boat in
1: there, bro. No, you can't get it in there. You can't get his in there. Mine you could get in. But like I said, you wouldn't be able to troll once you got out there because you'd just be fighting chop and power the whole time. But
0: Have you ever fished Platte Lake?
1: I have not fished Platte Lake, but I've seen
0: people do it. That's something I've wanted to do too. Mainly when the cohos are in. Yeah. Mainly when the cohos. are wild. in.
1: It's wild. That Platte River is wild when the cohos are in there. It almost turns black just from so many fish in there. Just dark fish. You see them, you know,
0: dude. And when below the weir, before they open the weir, yeah. Or the uh, yeah, I guess it'd be the weir. That shit's pretty damn cool. Um <clears throat> Honestly, have you ever been to the uh, uh fuck? I just had the word in my head. The fish station. Oh yeah. Up on I've, the top.
1: I have. I have been there. Yeah.
0: The uh, the fishery. What what do they call that? Uh Hatchery. The hatchery. There it is. Yeah, that's just cool, man. It is cool seeing all those. I mean, just seeing the guys work on them is cool too. But like, have you walked through the buildings with all the fry in them? And I have. Yeah, that shit's crazy. I
1: haven't been. I I've, I've been to the one on the Platte River, but I haven't been inside of it. But I've been in the Olden Olden Fish Hatchery. Mm,
0: yeah, that one's pretty cool too. Yep, uh, the one on the Platte has a little museum. Um, when they're doing not even tours when they're just open for you to poke your nose around they've got those all those runways and shit with fry Yeah, and uh they've got like these overhead feeders that go down the fucking dude it's crazy but even like being on the on the walkway watching 500 fish right underneath you you know what i mean you can, like there's hardly any water flowing past them because it's just fucking fish right you know? it's like god damn dude what have I got to do to just, like, grab one? (laughs) Like, maybe three of them.
1: Yep. Get out of here. I got a cooler, you know. Yep. Yeah. Go down that little park just down the road from there. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. (laughs) Yeah, you got
0: to be 300 feet away from the the hatchery, but, yeah. It is cool seeing, like, the Chinooks, though, too, because those fish are so fucking big. Yeah. And when they're trying to pack in there, dude, there's so much power. They're slapping each other. They're fucking hitting the damn wall. Yep. Crazy. I love it. What else you got?
1: Yo, well, there's some <laughs> gonna, rough transitions yeah, today. <laughs> gonna do some scamania fishing here, probably pretty soon as soon as we get some rain. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Where at? Manistee. Yep. Bam. Yep. Been getting reports of them running. No. Well, I guess I have heard a couple people seeing them and stuff, but yeah, I'm not. Man, those are a hard fish to. The fish for because there's just not many of them but...
0: not many and they're skittish and they're skittish it's... and it's
1: low and clear and it's a steelhead with clear water and that sucks
0: yeah and it's water temps too dude you hook when they're so fucking active because but, the water's so warm but
1: they are the hardest fighter that is yeah. for sure <laughs>
0: yeah i mean skimanias dude that's another thing that I don't know. I wish more people knew about it because I feel like that would definitely help uh, the conservation of them. Yep. because it would be it would be bomb to have steelhead in the rivers all summer. It would be. You It'd know. be awesome. But to fund that, yeah, it's unreasonable.
1: Yeah, unrealistic. But so, what's your scamania rig? Uh, I got two. I either just bottom bounce night crawlers or I'll float fish for with shrimp.
0: Okay, mornings and evenings or.
1: Early morning, and that's it. That's the only time I'll go early morning. Don't fuck with the evening? Don't fuck with the evening. Why? Because all the tubers and kayakers and shit fuck it up.
0: Uh, That's a good point, dude. That's a good point.
1: So you got to beat them. You got to beat them to it. There's like... There's a handful of spots on the Manistee that I know are are good, like obviously above the coffers good, and just below Tippy Dam on the bobber hole, and Mm -hmm. there's another little run down there. There's a decent spot in the sawdust hole that's called Pastor Creek. That's pretty good. Then if you go down even further, there's Paint Creek, which which is really good at the mouth there. And those are the only places I've ever caught Skamania. Do they
0: run up paint?
1: They do. Okay. You can catch them at the mouth of the manatee in the paint.
0: Yeah. Damn, dude. I, you know that blows my mind. Just you saying tubers. It's that time of year. It is. And that is an evening thing. People stop, dock, drink a couple beers on the bank, then yep. they're like,
1: "Fuck, it's getting dark," and they it's still a, have a two-hour float. Ah, uh, it's a pain in the ass when you're trying to jet boat through them. Yeah, man. Pain in the ass. Yeah, some mornings. Morning, early morning, still a little cool. Mm-hmm. I just hit everything real fast and get out. Shadows. Yep. So, <clears throat> so are you floating jumbos or bouncing jumbo shrimp or like? You got you uh, Coon, type of coon fr- shrimp. Coons, huh? Yep. Oh. Looney coonies. Okay. You can buy them already cured from Washington State. hmm And you just put them on like a jig head under a float and just like you're float fishing beads or wax worms or whatever just you're float fishing with shrimp
0: <laughs> so do you prefer the shrimp or the crawler like yeah, what I, do you think's more reactive for the skimanias
1: it can go either way if i can see them i like the crawler but mm-hmm. if i can't see them i like i mean if you're fishing holes i like to float
0: okay i can see that
1: On gravel, I like the the crawlers more. That's how I'll say it.
0: I can see that, because you drop a crawler deep into the hole, anything's hitting that fucker, too. Yup,
1: and there's suckers and shit in there, so there's... Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Bycatch is probably way up with crawlers for shrimp, so that that makes a lot of sense to me. Wow. Okay. All right. (laughs) I learned something. I learned something. You ever throw like a warts or anything at them, or?
1: I mean, people do. I just i i prefer the float fish and cast for them and stuff. But I do, I do do like plugs and stuff. And in, in the winter time, specifically, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> that Guinness is catching you. Yep. No. <laughs> and I'll I'll do a lot of plugging like dead of winter, in February for steelhead, but. In the summertime, I don't. I don't really do a whole lot of plugging. A plug for early kings.
0: Early kings are phenomenal on plugs. They're so aggressive. Mm-hmm. So aggressive. Yeah. Dude. The big old fucking silver-ass, fresh-ass kings. Oh, yeah. Lower River. Black Good mouths. Yeah. Fuck. Before their mouths turn
1: white. They do. Yeah, once they start turning white, they kind of get gross. But. hmm
0: Well, I'm not talking the white patches. I'm talking the white. Because, dude, like... Okay, so on the Betsy, right around my birthday end of August, you'll have silver, nice chromers coming in, right? Yep. Shiny. And, like, you set the hook, like, you'll be floating a fly or something through a hole. And then you'll see this fucking mouth just open up. Mm-hmm. And it's a black mouth with, like, white trim. Yeah. Right? And that's one of my favorite things, is you're looking into a dark hole, and then all of a sudden, like, you just see this mouth start shaking its head. Yeah. It's like, you just set the hook, dude. Yeah. And then later in the season, that mouth gets white. Yeah. And what you know when one fucking snaps your fly, dude, because it's just this white flash. hmm And they'll shake their head, too, but it's like something about those early fish, dude. Yeah. Falling back with the current head shaking. It's one of the coolest things, dude. 20 pound fish underwater is just like
2: fuck it
0: it's awesome so what about lampreys what do you think about uh how often do you deal with lampreys
1: honestly i've never had one attached to a fish before that i caught really no not not like recently or wow not in the river anyway
0: wow that's good to hear i know wow yeah i uh I've had to stomp a few out in my day, especially on the Betsy. Yeah. I pulled them off fish that I land and just fucking stomped them, dude. And they're so resilient. they are. They're so hard to stomp, dude.
1: You know where they're really bad at? is right here in St. Louis. Lampreys? Lampreys. I haven't haven't caught any. Dude, they're terrible. Really? Like, if you go to the dam at night, just put a flashlight down there in the water, dude, they're everywhere. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, right here in St. Louis. I'm gonna
0: have to try that. Just, dude. just
1: go out there at night, and just put a flashlight down, like right where that like ledge is. Yeah, the, the cement l- see, ledge. Yeah, you'll see them.
0: Wow, you're blowing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. You know, Ryan actually jigged a walleye under that bridge right there.
1: Yep. I I seen a guy catch a walleye be below the 27 bridge. What? Yeah. Wow, I didn't, I forget who it was.
0: I didn't know they were above the dam in St. Louis. Yep, they're
1: above the dam in St. Louis too. No shit.
0: Mm-hmm. Ever know of anybody to catch one uh, above the dam in Alma?
1: No. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of smallmouth and bass, but. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you were gonna say yeah. No. Nope. Trout.
0: I know you get over in uh, Vesterberg area, you get, and further yep, upstream. You yep, start yep. getting trout up there, but. It gets so slow and warm down here that yeah, good bluegill and bass population, yeah, pike.
1: Get rid of them dams. Mm-hmm. It could be a good trout river if they got rid of them dams.
0: Dude, it could be really good. Mm-hmm. But like you said, dude, dams. God dams. Yep. That's honestly fucking up a lot of the nation's fisheries. It
1: is. is dams. It is. They want to get rid of them, especially ones that, like, don't do anything, like Elma's Spillway. Mm Mm-hmm. That doesn't do shit. They don't do shit. The only reason that's there is because back when they put it there was, like, where they stacked the logs when they were lumbering a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just a kind of a pool to hold logs.
0: So they literally built that infrastructure... Just for that deep pool just for, above the dam. Yep, just the pool logs there. So they could pull them off to the mill right there by the tracks. Yep. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep. Wow. Wow.
1: I did not know that. That's the only reason it's there. See, I... Th- Back when, like, the Wrights owned Elma, basically, <laughs> yeah, you know? I am Elma. I am Elma. In fact, <laughs> they we're going to name it after our dollar, Elma Wright. So we own Elma. See, I thought... Honestly, dude, I thought it was because
0: of like, um, below the dam, you start to get like, uh, I mean, for a little while there, you still have high ground, but then below the dam, it seems like property gets lower Yeah, and I thought maybe it was to mitigate flooding so they could do more development,
1: but no, it's it for logs. It was for logs. That's the <laughs> original reason for it. Wow.
0: And Elm is an old fucking town. Dude, it is. So for them to build that thing back when they did like i don't know i don't know i fished a little bit below the dam and some of those uh side spillovers yeah And the smet columns yep catch big pike sitting there if do. i do but anything above the dam obviously you know you can eat it seems like
1: yeah you gotta get above that above that honey Uwe creek or whatever that honey Uwe creek's nasty
0: it just seems like it's uh Different fishery above and below. Like below, is almost nothing but smallmouth when you get yep. out on it. But anyway,
1: what else you got? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see you brought some notes. So. I got some notes. We're kind of make... touching on everything. Oh, I guess we can. Why we're talking about walleyes and stuff? You know, there used. You ever heard of the walleye drop in Port Clinton, Ohio? No, well, there's a. It's kind of like dropping the. This is this is an unsolved mystery down in Ohio. All right. Okay. <laughs> so allegedly, this is all allegedly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do like you know how they drop the ball for New Year's Eve. Well, they got a big old walleye statue. And they drop the walleye for New Year's. Well, one time I was in a tournament down there for walleyes. Yeah. And this is another Chad story. Okay. So, shout out Chad. Shout out to Chad. We were drunk. We were drunk, drunker than fuck. They had a beer tent at this wall. I turned it. <laughs> yes, dude. Like tip
0: up town, you just get smashed. You go out dude, on the we ice. were fucking <laughs> smashed.
1: Well, it was me and him, and then like it seemed like it was these younger kids there. And this is 2019. So like it,
0: too young to drink younger kids?
1: Well probably like twenty-one ish. Okay. <laughs> you know.
0: Think okay. I'd be So we
1: we're so we were contemplating, like, hey, I know, how can we get this fucking statue? You know? Okay. So <laughs> Chad he's fucking like I say, he's about four hundred pounds and looks like he's got authority and shit. Yeah. He goes, Are you guys my cleanup crew? <laughs> You're like no. He's like, God damn it! <laughs> you know, I need to get this fucker out of here, <coughs> We're like by the morning, or it's my ass. You know. No shit. They're like, oh, we'll help you. We'll help you. He's like, I need that in my truck right now. The stash. The fucking stash. <laughs> So they load that motherfucker up. I'm going
0: to lose my job. <laughs> I, I, listen, nobody showed up. I thought,
1: okay. That's awesome. <laughs> they loaded up into his truck, and it's in his basement until this what? day. What? Yeah, it's an unsolved mystery don't know <laughs> What the fuck happened to that thing? Yeah, they gave a new one and <laughs> shit. It was on the news. So I was like, dude, we're going to fucking jail. What? Yeah. S- allegedly, going to jail. <laughs> 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 should i cut this out then or no? I'll fucking keep it run it oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all allegedly
0: so he allegedly found some underage kids borderline
1: age but, kids yeah were they pretty drunk too i i, I think they were just they had to be fairly intoxicated to just fucking, just go with yeah. it
0: <laughs> god damn it dude I've had seven call-ins today. Nobody's answering their phone. I need somebody. I, I'm done. Are you I'm my done.
1: clean-up crew? My, my <laughs> wife is gonna divorce me.
0: My kids are gonna go hungry unless that walleye. Is the <laughs> <of my truck.
1: laughs> wow, dude, I love it. <laughs> so, how big is this walleye? Oh man, dude. Actually, there's probably like pictures on Google. <laughs> like sixty. Like what? It's six, six foot. Oh, dude, all of that.
0: What?
2: (laughs) No,
1: dude. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) I think you're going to get pictures of the new one and not the original one. (laughs) Wow. I don't got very good service down here. I don't got... I should text him though. there it is, fuck yes.
0: Honestly, dude, that's fine, because you got, well, I'm not saying it's fine, but you got to imagine, like, somebody got commissioned to make the new one, you created a job. What? Yeah. Dude, that fucker is 12 foot, 10, 12 foot, dude. Yeah, I bet you it's all that. Okay, so,
1: (laughs) how did he, did he he have a long bed? No, we just fucking threw the bitch in there. (laughs) 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 Fucking leaned it up high. (laughs)
2: <laughs> put the windows down and put a strap
0: across his <laughs> back through the
2: over. cab. <laughs> <laughs> <This> fucking... <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. How did he get it in his basement, dude? dude? Big fucking house, man. The dude, he works for a. Co- he's a salesman for a company <laughs> that makes a tool that, like, Ford and GM use, and he's, they're patent it. So he's like, they're the only place you can get it from. Wow. So he basically. He's balling. He's fucking balling. Plus his Cleveland Browns money. Cleveland Browns money.
0: So, what do you do with it? Do you make a bar out of it or just sitting it, in the corner? It's in his bar in the basement. You just go put beers on it? Yeah, it's just fucking hanging out there. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? What the fuck? That's awesome. That's awesome. Wow. Well, well, I don't want to pause on that, but you mind if we pause and we take a quick I got,
1: Yeah, I got pissed too. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Buy a new one. Pot filters are pretty fucking cheap. But...
1: All right, we're back. Fresh off some uh, mulberry crisp. Mold, they were good. They were really good. Thank you.
0: That's one thing I've kind of taken pride in the last couple of years is the mulberry crisp because it's one of those seasonal berries, and as long as you stay on it, Birds are always going to get a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, first thing in the morning, I hear birds in them. And, like, on weekends when I can't get them, I try to get them first thing in the morning because even if birds aren't pulling a certain berry, they land on a br- branch, they shake berries off that br- right.
1: <clears throat> branch.
0: But um, something about, like, a wild berry crisp. Yeah.
1: Good. It It's different. Good as hell.
0: Thanks, man. I've tried it with blackberries from the store. Raspberries, blueberries. I've mixed blueberries in or raspberries in with it and it just it's not the same as just mulberries, man. Black caps like, I can never seem to get enough. When I was a kid my grandma used to tell me, you know, go out and pick some black caps and if you can get enough I'll make you a crisper pie. And I'd take one of those old cool whip containers out. Yep. Yeah. And I'd get that fucker about halfway full. And the next thing I know, did my hand, and it's funny cause I'd go one berry for me, one for the bucket, one right. for me, one for the bucket. And I'd get it about half full and she'd be like, I need like a whole cool Whip container. Right. And I'd always think like if I wouldn't have been eating one for one. Yeah. I'd have a pie right now. <laughs> <laughs> so there were only a couple years where she was yeah. able to actually make me one. But anyway, we're back. We're back. We're back. Hmm. Uh, Good shit. Well, what, uh, what else you got on that list, Jace? Well, we can talk about, we can talk about whatever you want. I know you mentioned some thought experiment shit. Thoughts. Mm-hmm. Well, we were just talking about, uh, the walleye.
1: <laughs> well, I know, I was just, I'm trying, I was trying to think of, like, where we can go off from that, you know, but... <laughs> So,
0: well, you know, those Guinness, feel free to them too. I bought hey. those for the podcast. So if you like them enough, you want another one save your train wreck? Yeah. Or if you think you might get too schleazy with your train wreck, do yeah. grab a Guinness. I'm opening a Boss Tweed right now. Uh, Double India Pale Ale. Oh, yeah? Chris Earl popped over on Father's Day and said he got me a six-pack.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Well, he didn't say what he got me. He said he got yeah. me something. Brings over a six-pack of six different beers. This is the last one. Every single one of them has been on fucking point. Best one yet was a uh, blood orange honey, nice, by Sheboygan Brewing.
1: Yeah, dude, Wisconsin makes some good fucking beer, dude.
0: Bro, well, I mean,
1: or is it Sheboygan, Michigan? There's a Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't. So.
0: I, you know, I don't know. I didn't dig into it. I'm I'm gonna assume Michigan, but it would not surprise me if it was Wisconsin because they are. Probably the most alcoholic state in the Union.
1: They are dude. There's a beer in Wisconsin called Spotted Cow and that is the best fucking beer that there is. Mm. I will I'll fight someone if someone says that's not the best beer they ever had. Dude, I'm listening. Spotted cow. Okay. You can only buy it in Wisconsin.
0: So like you cross the border from the UP to Wisconsin, you can find it in that first gas station. And like is it that good?
1: It is pretty good. Damn, dude. Okay. <laughs>
0: Have you ever had a UPA? No. Upper Peninsula?
1: No, I have not.
0: Fucking bomb.
1: I mean, I like I like Yingling Black and Tans, too, but...
0: Yep, Yingling is yep. good brewery, man. Or a good brand, I guess. Yeah. Their Black and Tans are pretty good. I can't remember who makes Mississippi Mud. That was a good one, too. Comes in, like, a moonshine bottle. Yep. I, to I remember
1: thing. when they sold it in IGA in St. Louis. Yeah, fuck yep, yeah, dude. <laughs> Throwbacks, throwbacks.
0: Yep, or the IGA and Elmer right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have a question about this. Uh, this walleye guy. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say say his name's Chad. Chad. <laughs> yeah. So I got a little bit of info after we hit pause. You were saying that he lives on Lake Erie. He lives on Lake Erie. Yep. Like on the lake. On the lake. Nice house. Nice house. I feel like he kind of deserves to have a walleye in his basement because that's walleye capital of the world.
1: It is. He lives right in Port Clinton.
0: Yeah. Why would that be in Ohio? Like where in Ohio, I
1: guess I didn't really ask. Oh, Port Clinton.
0: Port Clinton. Yeah. So why would it be in Port Clinton, not on the lake where he could rightfully own it on the lake?
1: Oh, Port Clinton's on the lake too.
0: But was the walleye on
1: the lake? It was technically clo- clo- cl- not closer play. to the lake than he is. Well, the tournament was. They had it like as a tournament mm. ornament. Okay. Now, when you said
0: they have the walleye drop, I was thinking it, it was like, like downtown. They, they do.
1: They they do have it in downtown Port Clinton. The walleye drop.
0: See, that's what I was thinking. It was, it was downtown. Whereas yeah. his walleye can now look out on the lake. It can. Okay. So I guess either way, Yeah. it was on the lake, but now it's closer. Now it's closer. It's within... You can a rock to it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, a stone throw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So has he decorated it? Does he put like a Christmas hat on it every year?
1: Or? Yeah, it's just got reflective eyes on it. That they, they
0: he made, or was it like that to begin it,
1: with? It wasn't... It had kind of something like that. It was like green and red. One eye was green and one eye was red. Now he's got like like regular reflective eyes on it so it looks like a real
0: so it had bow and stern lights on it
1: yeah pretty much well i guess not even bow stern bow lights but port and star yeah so i had that pretty much going on and now it's got like the green glow eye looking things (laughs) on there legit (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) cool cool
0: yeah, no you gave me a look when I said thought experiment stuff. But uh I was asking you earlier what you wanted to talk about if you had any questions or anything, maybe some thought experiment stuff. And you said you had something that might be a thought experiment. I don't know what it was. I don't remember well. I, I might have lost it. I don't know what I was talking about, <laughs>
1: I guess. No, that's fine. That's completely fine. I, maybe I thought maybe I was going back to that like Winter hypothesis thing is my thought. That's, I bet you I was, that's where I went with that's, it. That's but, probably what it was. Yep.
0: Cool. Well, what else you got? Uh, Any crazy stories that uh, from your youth you want to share? Or, okay. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> this is another drunk story since we're already... Cheers. Already another there. Another drunk story. <laughs> <laughs> so, this one I'm not going to say names. Mm. So... This boss tweet is
0: heavy on the IPA. Double IPA. That makes sense, but it's fucking... I just want to give a shout out really quick before you get into it. New Orthodox IPA series, Boss Tweet. Try it if you like IPAs. It's good. Anyway, yeah.
1: continue. So anyway, we were down in this at this party in Perry, Michigan, mm-hmm. and we Perry. got those, yeah down by Lansing. Yeah,
0: I know a couple of people from Perry.
1: Yeah. So it was the day before deer season, and we got bucked up. Like, I was (laughs) fucked up, and then the guy driving was also fucked up, but he said he was fine.
0: Like, before gun season or bow season? Gun season. So it was
1: November 14th. Okay. And I was like, dude, I'm, he's like, I can make it home. And I was like, okay, if you can fucking make it home. (laughs) Okay. You're going to make it home, you know. So I get in there, and it's raining at this point. There's, like, a turn, the, the on-ramp to go on the highway is, like, one of those ones that's, like, right by 27, the movie theater and stuff.
2: hmm
1: Well, you we hit that fucker going, like, 90-some miles an hour, and we rolled across the highway.
0: Rolled across the highway? Rolled
1: across the highway. Getting off? Getting on.
0: Oh, getting on. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay.
1: So. What? Dude. So I'm. <laughs> I'm instantly sober. Like the roof is below the seats, like should be dead. Definitely should be dead. But I just got up, sprung up, just busted out the window. My head was my hat was stuck in the door. What? Yeah. How? Just fucking slammed my head, didn't even realize. And it it was stuck in the door. My head my, my hat was like crunched in the fucking door. So holy shit. So I get out. I'm like, fuck, you know. Dude, i instantly sober. Like, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, but I was. So I go in there, and I see him. I was like, hey. And he, he was, like, knocked the fuck out. I was like, hey, dude. And then he's like, you know, I thought he was dead, so I fucking slapped him. You know, he got up, and then he just takes off running. Just, just takes off running back across the highway or just fucking into a ditch <laughs> <laughs> and then falls i was like i was like fuck dude and so I'm, I'm I'm calling people up like hey you know can we get a fucking totus truck out of here well hold on first off was it your car or no his car his car what kind of car was it it was a <laughs> straight cab chevy half ton short box. So it's already a little top heavy. A little top heavy. Okay. So I'm like, fuck, you know what are we do now? So I'm calling people up, hey we need to get this fucking truck out of here and shit. Did nobody stop? Oh we're getting there. Okay. So <laughs> okay, so here comes this old couple. Oh are you guys all right? I was like, yeah we're fine. You know, then I see him calling the cops. I was like fuck me, dude. And fuck. so luckily <laughs> Keep in mind, everybody, I'm fucked up. At this point, I am fucked up. And I came up with this elaborate plan. Like
0: fucked up drunk or fucked up as in?
1: Every way you can think of at this point in my life. I was 21. Well, not even 21. I think I was like 20. And... (laughs) 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 I came up with this elaborate like fucking scheme instantly. I was like... They came and got the truck, and in my mind, I was like, well, we can't leave a fucking crime scene now that they fucking know yeah. we're here. There's a debris field of glass and fucking shrapnel <laughs> and yeah, shit. Dude. I was like, dude, we got to stay here.
0: couple beer cans from the bed of the <laughs> truck.
1: We cleaned all that shit up, and here the cops come. They're like, you guys all right? I was like, yeah, we're fine. They're like, what happened? I was like, you won't believe me if I told you. <laughs> So, okay. <laughs> at this point, yeah. he's complaining like he can't, he can he can't. He just got fucking winded and knocked out and drunk, and he came and comprehend what he's saying and ran and <laughs> fell in a and so, just just <laughs> to kind of keep going, I was like, oh man, my neck hurts. You know, my fucking neck hurts. And so they took me to the hospital. They're like, so they got they came in. They're like, so what happened to the vehicle? I was like, I, you won't you won't believe me if I told you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they get in real close, and shit. They're like, what happened? I was like, the fucking aliens took it. <laughs> 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 what, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I send the police report. I framed the fucker. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? <laughs> 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 Hold on. Hold
0: on. <laughs> So you tell the cops, they took it. I'm not trying to critique the story, but it would have been great if you were like, last thing I remember, I was in Kansas, <laughs> and, I, and I just got fucking dropped off.
1: No, you don't think of that shit when you're trying to get out of jail. You know? They just
0: dropped me from the sky, just, and then, know, they, and then know, they took the. Flight. I'm
1: from Nebraska. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You wouldn't believe it, but I literally flew in in, in this truck from <laughs> the deep south. Anyway, carry on. You, f- you framed it as good shit. Yeah. So then what Like, what did they say?
1: They didn't say shit. There was no proof. <laughs> They're this going, fucking guy. <laughs> I think they kind of thought like, yeah, this dude is either fucking insane or... Like, he's a genius, because (laughs) you got nothing on you. Not (laughs) a fucking thing. And it made it it to the police report? Yeah. (laughs) They can't say nothing about it? Why? Because of the government? Or what? I don't know. (laughs) They don't have proof. The only witness that is coherent says fucking aliens took it. Like... (laughs)
0: They didn't make your buddy do like a blood alcohol test?
1: <laughs> I imagine he got one, but fucking <laughs> he bust he never got in trouble or anything, so
0: holy shit. So you literally have a police report on record. Yeah. That claims aliens took Yeah, suspect the says, <laughs> suspect says
1: <laughs> aliens took vehicle. Dude.
3: Fucking awesome. Give
1: me Knox it. it. <laughs>
0: Wow, that's, you know what, that's good. That's fucking good, dude. <laughs> that's fucking good. Wow. That's, uh... <laughs> yeah, that made it to one of my favorite stories, dude.
1: Yeah, dude, that was fucking good. Wow. I got another story that I was supposed to tell. <laughs> We're kind of bouncing all over the place now, but... Yeah, that's I fine.
0: No reason, no reason for clean transitions.
1: All right. Oh yeah, I was supposed to tell a hog hunting story. I heard someone on Facebook my buddy Trevor on Facebook told me to tell. Shout out Trevor. Shout out to Trevor.
0: I like any hunting story, so.
1: So this is back in high school. We were fucking sophomores, probably. I don't think we were freshmen. I know I well sophomore because I was driving. And
0: <laughs> And he wasn't?
1: And I don't believe he was. Okay. So this is back when the whole feral, feral hog thing was big in Gratiot County. Like, oh, mm-hmm. we got feral hogs and blah. So we were like, yeah, let's just go fucking shoot them. You know, like what they gonna do? They want you to shoot them. Let's just yeah slaughter them, kill them. So we go into the swamp. And we're, you know, we're yeah, screaming and shit. We're like, oh, fuck, yeah. We're, we're, we're <laughs> <kidding. laughs> You're elbowing each other. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're fucking going to just get them, dude. We're we're doing circles in this motherfucker at the time. We just thought we were fucking listening to the sound. So we get in there. We're like, oh, dude, they're right here. I know they're right here. We get up close. <laughs> We ended up at a fucking fog hog farm, like a real, like a real hog farm, and we felt so fucking stupid. Like you gotta be kidding me. You, you're like, all right, we got a hundred yard stock, dude. Yeah. <laughs> fucking two hours later, dude, we're we're there, and there's literally pigs in a fence. Damn,
2: and
0: dude. Damn, you didn't just have the fence and throw one over, On no. it down. <laughs> that would have been the way to go. But like, I got him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's fucking awesome That's fucking awesome. Was this in the southwestern area of the county?
1: This was uh western Gratiot, almost a Mont mm
0: mhm yeah there's there's quite a few hog farms over there
1: yep wow <laughs> I
0: hear him? you guys are high five like dude, fucking, dude, we, did, we're dude, dude, we were fucking. <laughs> jacked you're already you're looking up recipes and shit yeah. <laughs> wow man so have you ever actually done like a not in michigan like wild hog hunt anywhere
1: i have i have not actually went hog hunting before like legitimately like went pig hunting but
0: okay well um not trying to fluffy or anything but uh i'm trying to put together a list by this time next year, I want to organize a prairie dog hunt. Let's go. And I want to do one probably early early April, May, or late April, early May, just to go out and do a feeler. But then I want to organize a group of, like, maybe five, eight guys that will go out, spend a few days. Like, I'm trying to get it to the point where I'm I'm designing a truck bed right now. Yeah. Well, not a bed, but a platform to put in a truck bed. Yeah. That would, one, carry all of our gear. Yeah. But two you can dismantle it and it'll double as like a sniper platform. So right. if we're out on a on a ranch yep instead of hiking in and hiking out, I mean I know a couple of guys that can make a few hundred yard shots yeah not a big deal but i'm I'm figuring with a truck especially on a ranch you can probably get within a hundred yards of the prairie dog town oh do because their... they're probably used to yeah, it yeah they are So I figure if I can if I can develop this rack system where you can get maybe two shooters in the bed yep and a shooter or two up top with a spotter, even if the spotter is in the cab with the windows down, you can have two people running spotting scopes and rangefinders. So the people in the bed could be organized with the guys in the cab, and then you could have a spotter up top that would be organized with the other two shooters. Right. So you could literally be four shooters, two spotters, six guys comfortable in a, you know, dual cab truck. Yeah. Just fucking laying waste. And shit gets slow, you just, Hop in, drive to another spot of spot of the ranch or the <laughs> town, you know. So and I am sure it doesn't it's not gonna work out that clean, but
1: I'm down for it. You know what I want to do next year, speaking of going out west. I wanna go to Sturgis Mortis like a rally next year. That would be fucking phenomenal. It would be. That would be phenomenal.
0: I'd probably get my ass beat. Just I want to go color kn- of my skin. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> Fucking,
1: I want to go to that knuckle saloon. I want to be a bad motherfucker by next year I want to go to that knuckle saloon I want to pick a fight with somebody. At knuckle, that's, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I want to go there for. <laughs> and like bonus points if it's a hell's angel or dude, something. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> that's
0: uh Yeah, that's that's one I've never heard on the bucket list. <laughs> Want to pick a fight at Sturgis.
1: Mm-hmm. You ever heard of that Knuckles Saloon? <laughs> yeah, dude. They literally have a boxing ring in there and just let people fucking do it in, out. Yeah, in the saloon.
0: Yeah. And it's one of those open-air saloons too, right? Where they've got like the... Uh, it's a
1: fucking arena in there.
0: Yeah, like a 360-degree bar There's yeah. something <laughs> crazy. like There's a couple like that, but I think Knuckles got a bar that's like 360 degrees. It's got like a lean to basically. Yep. So you're shaded. But anywhere you go around that motherfucking... Mm -hmm.
1: It's a a coliseum. The bar is a coliseum, and they just let people fight in there. Yeah, dude. (laughs) I want to do it. I want to do it when I'm young. I don't want to go in there as an old man and be like, oh, this is just
2: my (laughs) dream.
1: (laughs) Get my ass This is the last thing on my bucket list. Good,
0: because... (laughs) This is going to be your last time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Wow. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. What else have you got on the bucket list?
1: Oh well, I mean obviously like elk hunt and shit like that, but like just weird shit or yeah. like, like fucking s-
0: like something you'd need to do in the next ten years because of age.
1: Oh man, I'd like to I'd like to do a spot and stalk for mule deer. Or...
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. hmm
1: I, I don't I got I don't got it right on top of my head. That's fine. But weird shit for you know but
0: That's fine. I'd I would love to arrow a grizzly.
1: Oh, dude, that'd be fucking kick-ass.
0: Have you ever seen the Fred Bear video where he stands up Mm -hmm. and whacks that grizzly as as it stands up? Yep. Motherfucker did that in, like, the 60s. Yeah. Or the 50s. He did it a long time ago. Might have been the 60s.
1: I like his polar bear hunts, too. Those are fucking awesome. Ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Like, a polar bear would be on the list. Or a sea lion. Or a walrus. Yeah. But, I mean, only Inuits can kill those. Mm Mm-hmm but still dude like um even a long-range gator would be cool yeah you know i mean it, to me it doesn't s- it wouldn't be as fun to get them i mean i'm not saying it wouldn't be as fun it'd definitely be a rush yeah to fucking catch one on a fishing line like snag them and pull like, them yeah, yeah, <laughs> in the boat yeah yeah pull
2: them
0: but i think it'd be cool to fucking snipe one at 150 yeah, two hundred. Hit that little fucking cord around the back of his head for sure. You know, the only issue there would be he'd have to be on the bank. You know, mm-hmm. otherwise you're not gonna you're recover. Not gonna find but... him Yep. But yeah, dude. You ever uh, ever think about
1: mountain lions? I do. I want to do. I want to go after them with dogs someday. That'd be that'd be kick ass. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'd like to do a dog
0: hunt with mountain lions. Yep. That or uh I'd like to try and call one. If I could get my balls up enough to fucking predator call oh, one. Man.
1: That that'd be They're so silent, man. You'd have to be yeah, yeah.
0: I remember hearing a story about a guy that was turkey hunting and he had one over his shoulder maybe 10 yards. Mm-hmm. He heard something. And he was feeling weird for like a half hour. Yeah. And he heard something. And uh, he ended up turning and there was a mountain lion stalking his decoy. And when he turned, it scared the mountain lion. Oh, shit. But just sitting there calling.
1: Yeah. Beep, beep,
0: beep, beep, that yep. Motherfucker, dude. God.
1: I coyotes coming from that.
3: No shit. Yeah. Okay.
0: That would be fun, too. Yep. That would be fun, too. Not expecting a coyote. You hit him with a turkey load at like yep. 10 yards running past <laughs> you. <dude. laughs> yeah yep I do like uh I do like predators man there's something about them like I don't want to be out stalking a mule deer or elk and then be being stalked by a mountain lion but I know that's a risk and like we were talking last time like all you can do is stay strapped yep. and hope that you see them in time to yeah. mitigate but like these joggers Are these bikers that are biking through
1: the mountains and shit? They're not paying attention. They're just tunnel vision. I mean, even me, I've noticed that even me, when I'm jogging now, I put on my headphones and I'm just in my own little world, you know? So yeah.
0: Now, do you jog with a dog or
1: anything or just you? I mean, it depends. I mean, if I'm going to go down the road a few miles, I don't bring the dog. But if I'm going to do circles in the driveway or something, Mm -hmm. then I'll let her run around, you know, but...
0: Now, uh, did you see that the DNR has confirmed several cougar sightings in the UP? Yeah, I've seen this that. Yeah, shit's yep. crazy. Oh, hey, I got something for you. I just noticed when I got home, I I was looking uh, for the Titan. Any news on the Titan? Yeah. Did you see? What it imploded? It imploded. They found debris. I'm, I'm glad. Me too. I'm glad. Me too, because it would have been catastrophic to hear that they find a capsule with bodies in it in a week or two Yeah. because they suffocated. But they found the debris field, uh, I want to say 200 meters, maybe 400 meters off the bow of the Titanic, so it didn't even make it there yet.
1: Right, so that's good. I'm glad. I mean, it's bad to say, but that is a more merciful killing than... Yeah, sitting on the bottom of the fucking ocean, waiting to watch, watching your oxygen levels deplete to the point you're gonna suffocate. Yeah, where you start to panic and you deplete yep. them more. Dark. Yeah, you'd have to figure out how to control your breathing, and then no one's ever gonna find you anyway, so it's pointless. And yeah, you're here. Yeah. You're hearing the
0: ocean sounds around you. Fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. that'd be a rough way to go. Like when they were saying that they were hearing knocking on the sonars. I'm guessing it's
1: metal plates hitting the Titanic or something.
0: See, what I was thinking is maybe you would hear knocking if they had, like, started to disassemble things and they were knocking on the outside. But even then, you know that's going to burn more oxygen. Yep. And they know that they had, like, a four-day reserve. Yep. So I don't feel like they would have made that decision to try and make noise. Because they would have known that people were already looking for them. Right. You know? So, what I think the knocking was, and I haven't really looked into it too much, but they say the debris field is consistent with it imploding before it got to depth. Yeah. Because it's spread out. I got you. And my thinking is that maybe that knocking is sea critters fucking with that debris, flipping it over because you had bodies in there. Yeah. And I'm not sure that even those. At those depths, I don't think the bodies are going to float. You know, all that pressure is probably going to just shrink the bodies down to nothing. would. Of...
1: So the only reason people end up floating is because of decompensation, and that's why you float. Like, there's tons of bodies on the bottom of the Great Lakes because it's too cold for them to decompose and float, bloat, and float up.
0: Yeah, no oxygen. Yep. The bacteria in their body is not enough, and it's like you said, it's so cold, the bacteria doesn't. Get a chance to really eat at the body. I mean, the body temp drops to 38 degrees and the bacteria
1: dies. Yeah, so what the hell is a bomb with 12,000 feet giant squids and shit? You know, like, I mean,
0: right, and the uh, the water temperature there too. What is yep. it? Let alone the pressure. But yeah, I was just thinking maybe it was like sea critters fucking with the debris that they were hearing knocking because imagine that it, it, it implodes... It's going to be a scatter debris, not as much as an explosion, but it's still going to break apart. And then you've got bodies inside a capsule or scattered around that capsule where it imploded. If any critter is going to be fucking with the bodies, which they are, they're going to be hitting debris. Yeah, And if there's a body still in a shell of the capsule, you might have something trying to pull it out. Right. And that's going to be knocking on that metal you know so or even it could be the titanic itself creaking it could, as yep. it's sinking into the crust a little bit it
1: could be so or just debris hitting the titanic
0: right that's that's a good point too yeah. yep yeah so just that alone I, when they were talking about knocking noises like i immediately got a little bit of hope but then i was like realistically
1: honestly that far down there's nothing they could really grab them with no. I mean, one of those little robot things could probably get down there, but they ain't got the power to pull a...
0: The only thing it could do is, like, clip something, you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, I mean, if it, it could it was clip caught something. on something,
1: you know? But...
0: Yeah. That's a good point, though. One of those rovers? Mm-hmm. I don't even think they... Because I know they've got capture capsules where they can actually jar up, like, some of the invertebrates they get on the bottom. Yep. But bro, like we don't have a robot arm that's in, that I know of that's got enough dexterity to clip a couple of carabiners yeah. on a cable.
1: I don't I don't think we do. They very well might. I mean who knows what the hell the government's got, but
0: But even then if that if that thing's not operating, you're not gonna be able to equalize pressure as it rises because it's yep. it's a non operating vessel. So then what what do you do, you know? You can't bring it right up to the top. I mean, obviously there's a time frame to raise it over, but once it gets to the top, like, is it still going to be pressurized? Yeah. You know, so then then what do you do if you do recover them?
1: What blows my mind is why they didn't have, like, some type of tracking device on that thing, you know? <laughs> Dude, we, in captain's class, we spent four days on set to drift. Like, if your vessel loses power... And you're in the middle of the fucking ocean, and you're just drifting, like, walk, looking at the current and stuff. Like, okay, you're going to drift this way, and the wind's blowing this way. Where are you going to be? Right. You know, I mean, it's a little different underwater, but.
0: Yeah, because you eliminate the wind. But yep. you but you at least know you're going to follow a current, Yeah. you know, so. Well, that's that's a good point, too. Like, I was reading some shit about it, and they say uh, there were two people that were supposed to be on it that weren't. Yeah, one guy yeah. said he had business. Another guy said he didn't feel right about it because it looked like there were a lot of corners cut in the mm-hmm. safety yep, and then he was talking about how it was controlled with the fucking playstation cheap, cheap controller, ass
1: controller. And it was it was like an off brand piece of shit when it wasn't even like a
0: yeah dude, and then the ballast was literally old scaffolding mm-hmm. like
1: there's only twelve submersibles that can make it down that far. I was reading, yeah, and the the one the one that is un like checked or what am I trying to say? One they didn't like it one that wasn't officially inspected is the one they take down yeah. there. Like,
0: yeah that's that's the other thing, dude. Like one of those guys that's been down several times went down one of the uh one of the Apollo missions, right? They went down to recover engines from the Apollo wreckage. Yeah. And that was at, like, three miles down. Yeah. And he was on board that. So he was really one of a few people to even be deeper than the Titanic, like, three miles deep, like, in right. person. You yeah. know, We've sent rovers down and all sorts of shit, but three miles deep, and then he's buying a ticket to get on this thing and then decides not to, you know. Yeah. Which I, I have a feeling a big factor in the and I'd have to talk to him, but I have a feeling the big factor in deciding not to wasn't just the the fact that it didn't go through all the proper checks and shit, but he was
1: in that vessel that made it three miles deep. Yeah. And at a certain point... He had to notice some quality. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, oh, dude, I've been down three miles, and this motherfucker ain't even near this shit, you know? Like,
0: exactly. I can only imagine that once you get down a mile in that three-mile vessel... You're going to start experiencing some things. You're going to start hearing bolts or rivets creak or whatever. Yeah. And just the experience of that alone, you can probably look at another thing and be like, that's a fucking tin can. Yep. It can't handle the pressures of a mile, let alone two and a half. You right. Know? So, I don't know, man. It just seems weird that, uh, like you said, it was one of a few vessels that was rated to go that deep with people. Because rover. we have a lot of rovers rated to go that deep, yeah. but with people... And then it didn't go through any recent
1: like qualifications. qualifications or inspections or nothing like that. I was the only one not certified out of, like, there's 12 of them, and out of the 12, it was the one out of 11 that wasn't certified. <sighs> Crazy. I don't know. I, if I'm going to spend $250,000 know, to go to the bottom of the fucking ocean, is going to be certified as fuck, you know? But, well, not
0: just that, but if you're the company that's taking in $250,000 a ticket, you get four tickets, that's a million. You get eight tickets, that's two million. Put that into your fucking yeah, Explorer, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me that bitch costs more than five million to build. You know what no. I mean? Like, to survive the bottom, bottom, the five mile deep trench. So, yeah. How come we can build vessels that go to space, but we can't vi- build a vessel that goes to the bottom of the ocean for $5 million? Oh, we can. There's, there's, we have to be able to. It's all about allocating funds, man. Yeah. I'm sure you and I could build something that could... Fuck it. The dil- whole bunch of tubes together. <laughs> yeah, six months of research to yeah. figure out what we have to do to keep the ocean pressure from crushing it. And then maybe a couple experiments. Yep.
1: See what holds up the best, and take that shit to scale. Yeah. You know, but I don't know, man. That's like the last thing in the world I want to do is go dive in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, that's everything about that seems like an awful way to die. I think there's two things I don't like feeling like helpless. Like you're, no. I don't like airplanes because if those crash, you're helpless. You're helpless, and I would not want to be at the bottom of the ocean because if that thing dies, you're also helpless. Yeah. But I think if I had to pick one of the two, I would pick the airplane. Because at least you would just fucking smack the floor, earth, and you're dead. Yeah, you you don't risk
0: getting trapped. Yeah. (coughs) Fuck. Or the slow death of drowning or suffocating.
3: Yep. Fuck, man.
0: I've just seen somewhere that there were some kids found from a plane crash. You might have heard about it. I can't remember where it crashed. But they they had found them after like sixty days. The kids Holy survived really? out, out in the jungle for yeah.
1: sixty days. That's impressive.
0: That's <laughs> yeah, impressive. Dude, yeah, yep. They found a couple kids that had survived a plane crash that happened a couple months ago. And those don't happen often. No. How many plane? How many flights go daily? And then how many crash first? How many deep ocean dives
1: are there? Yeah, the, you're yeah. more likely to die in a submarine <laughs> than you are in <laughs> the yeah. airplane. Yeah, bro. But
0: Fucking ridiculous. Some of these people, though, dude, like, I feel like once they get enough money, they feel invincible.
1: I, I believe it. Yeah, for sure. I think I'd just go hide in a mountain somewhere. And
0: You're not alone, dude. I mean, I would travel for a little bit. Yeah. But then I would just build a bunker, dude. Not yep. a bunker, but a compound. I mean, if I were to put some thought experiment into it, it'd be because I know that after a billion dollars, there's nothing you can't do. You want to build something, you can build it. Right. You want to invest in something, you can invest in it. Anything you want to buy, you can buy. Yep. So it's like, at, at, at what point are you going to feel like you can't do something? Never. And then you translate that into, I want to go to the bottom of the, so how much is it for a ticket? Right. You know, oh, I can afford the ticket, so I can
1: say I was at the bottom of... I can I, go, I went and seen the Titanic. You right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, which is cool and all, but fuck that.
0: It's like these guys that are going to be flying around the dark side of the moon, doing the moon tour. Right. Why? Right. Why, dude? I don't know. I don't, I don't
1: know why Why you can go see the Titanic, but not the M.M. Fitzgerald. Because there's still bodies there, dude. Well, there's still bodies in the Titanic, too.
0: No. I don't think so. There's too much ocean ocean life down there. Well, also the salt water. Have you ever seen the pictures of the shoes? I have not seen pictures of the shoes. Bro, that shit's crazy. So, So there's a bunch of shoes, right, that are laying next to each other or in a certain fashion? Yeah. And the assumption is they were on a person when they sank. Okay. Otherwise, sinking over two miles, just currents and resistance, those shoes... They would have drifted apart. Right. Right. There's not even bones. There's nothing. There's just shoes. Yeah.
1: So something ate everything.
0: Yeah. Well, but they're close enough together that it's like they were on the body for a long time for that body to decay. Yeah. So they're probably in an area of the ocean where shit like, uh, crustaceans, you know, like a shrimp or a lobster's probably eating them. Yep. And over maybe 50 years, the salt water gets to the bones and disintegrates all that. So it's not necessarily that, like, a squid or something ate them, but that they just disintegrated. It's fucking creepy, dude. Wow. Yeah, I'll see if I can pull picture right. for you really quick. But yeah, dude, so what else have you got for, uh... Um, your list. Mm. Ooh, I just... Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, I got something to show you. All right, let's see it. It's going to be live. Brett Strong. Shout out, Brett Strong. What up? He just sent me a video. A couple of friends of mine got a UFO on video watching a storm.
1: No shit. Let's see what we think That's of it the here. There's nimbus
3: right there. going on is these electrons are rubbing against each other real fast. They
0: can stay of charge. Well, let's see that 5G get taken out. Okay. Okay. Showing the sky with a yeah, lot of, of lightning. Says,
2: looks pretty Science. wild though.
1: I didn't see it. I didn't see shit. I'll be honest with you. I didn't see it either.
0: Let me turn my brightness up. On is
1: these electrons are rubbing
0: against each other real fast, making a static charge. Mm-hmm. That explains the lightning. I think they're filming the tower trying to see lightning strike the tower. Yeah. Just like a and it what's it's science.
2: Be, 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 oh, nah. oh, what was that? Did I see the like
0: something shot through there, but I'm gonna inquire further. Gonna inquire further, but yeah, there's. Um, I'm gonna tell him I didn't see it, yeah. yeah. I uh, because it's tough. I thought I saw a flash, I, I, thought, I thought I saw, saw a flash, flash too,
1: but it could have been like some weird lightning, too. There was a lot of lightning going on,
0: but yeah, so what else you got on the bucket list do you think that uh, you
1: need to do before you get to 40? Oh, before I get to 40, I mean, <clears throat> athletic wise, I mean, I'd like to do like a run and like a, like run across the Mackinac Bridge or some shit okay. like that. You know, just, yeah. you know, I'll do some physical shit, you know. Yeah. But, Legit.
0: Okay. Help. So physical, so physical things are more limited though. so then where do you draw the line on hunts when it comes to that? Like uh, you're not gonna backpack for a week for for elk, or would you? Like where, where do you draw the line on physical limitations for
1: hunting? Uh, Excuse me. I mean, I don't know, man. I think a float hunt for moose would be fucking kick ass, and then I think like a hella hunt for elk, like getting dropped off by a helicopter out that there. That would be just, sweet. That'd be sweet.
0: Okay, I can I can vibe with that.
1: I can't think of anything like too strenuous. I mean, probably like them ibex or some shit be too much. I think I would probably <sighs> mountain like, goat, mountain do. goat, and st- like <sighs> them in in the indies and stuff. Yeah, that's fucking that's some hard shit. But.
0: Dude, people die every year here in America. Yeah, hunting mountain goats, falling off cliffs and shit. Yep, hitting scree slides and not able to stop. Fucking nuts, man. I saw a video a month or two ago of a guy skiing that about went into a crevice. Jesus. Like, he stopped himself, and you couldn't see the bottom of it. Right. Like, he landed probably 10, 15 foot in, and you could not see the bottom of it. Yeah. I don't know how he got out. You're lucky motherfucker is what he <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, I wish, I don't know. I just, I, it's going to sound bad, but I wish that, like, the outdoor recreational population wasn't growing like it is.
1: I don't like it either. It seems like it's all turning into, like, canned hunts and shit, like, oh, well, we got this big ranch, and if you pay us a few grand, we'll let you come hunt it, but...
0: <clears throat> well and then you got big companies buying up land like I just saw consumers put a thing out saying that you know if you have land you're trying to sell sell it to us yeah and it's like that's not helping the situation because now you have less land Yep. and there's going to be a higher population on the land that's available I mean I get we still have private land people can ask you know hey can I hunt this land whatever whatever but it's like the public lands are shrinking for the most part Yep. and they're being overpopulated You know, and it's an argument uh, that I'm kind of torn on too, because I'm sure like you, or I'm sure you kind of feel similar to I do, I would love to see more people hunting and fishing and trapping.
1: I would. would. And it's the only way a sport's going to survive. Right. I mean, as greedy as I want to be and, like, kill everything, I mean, it's future generations got to get involved or else the antis and stuff are going to eventually get their way because it's all about, like, the majority, really.
0: Right. And that's the thing is if you don't have anybody in your corner to support you because they also want to enjoy hunting or fishing or trapping on these waters or these lands, naturally you're going to have less foes. Yes. You know.
1: And it'd be great, you know, if we could figure out a way to... So it's just like that grailing thing that was happening here, like the camp grailing thing. They wanted to expand on all that public land and stuff, and Mm -hmm. all the hunters and fishermen gained up and said no. Yeah. So what if there was only like five people that hunted that state land? You know, then they're not the military ain't gonna give a shit. Like all your five people go fuck yourself. Or
0: right. Well, that's the thing is it's our land. Mm -hmm. Like we're the citizens. We're the civilians.
1: We're paying the taxes
0: on it. It's their land just as much as ours. Yep. If they want to use it, they can use it, but they don't need to own it. Yeah. You
1: know?
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: That's civilian land. It'll be there for their use after they're out of the military. Right. You put a fence up, you turn it into a fucking (laughs) Fort Grayling, you're not going to get on it unless you're stationed, you know? I don't know. It just seems like it's all backwards to me, man, like... You know, a lot of people that have um, landlock a- access to landlocked public land. If I had f- fuck ten thousand acres of landlocked, and I bought a property bordering it, yeah, I'm not gonna say I would. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I would create a drive or a parking lot or a right, trailhead yeah. for people to hunt it, because if I buy two acres and it comes with access to ten thousand acres, right? How many other people border it? Right, those are the only people that have access without allowing access to their property to get on it. Right, so let's say you got a hundred people bordering it, you divide that up. You got a thousand acres. Yeah. that you just got off your two acre purchase. The difference that there the argument that I have the devil and the angel on my shoulders is that at that point I'm contributing to the problem. So if I did have access to that. Maybe I would take advantage of it for a couple of years while I worked with the state Yeah. to figure something out. And then at that point, maybe I would get rid of my property or sell off a portion of the property for an, ex- an exorbitant amount of money, hopefully funded by the other civilians. Right. At which point I could then, you know, let's say I have an acre or two acres. I sell an acre so there's access and parking. Yep. And then I get enough money where I can then leave and go purchase something else right. somewhere else, you know. And it just seems like a lot of people are just trying to landlock everything. Everything, dude. And like back when I was trapping, it was pretty easy to get permission for a while. Yeah. It'd be like 75% yes. Yeah. Toward the end of my trapping, it'd be like 75% no. Right. And that was over like a five, six year span where. People would be like, oh, yeah. And at first, I thought it was because I was getting older. I was turning into an older teen. Yeah. I wasn't as cute. Right. It's not what it was, dude. Because you you go to conventions and shit, you talk to other people that are trapped, and they're like, same thing. You know? I know a guy that started... He had like a hundred-some-mile line where it was mainly culverts. Yeah. Because he couldn't get access to public, and he had a lot of... Or uh, private, and he had a lot of property that he was trapping that was private that had culverts through it. Yeah. And he was trapping the public area on the, pri- you know, the border of the private lands, so like right. culverts that ran <clears throat> under the road. Right. He was like, well, I used to trap both these properties. You know, maybe the original owners died and the new people that inherited it or bought it, don't want me to trap, whatever. So he trapped those culverts. And then he started having issues where, like, he was calling the DNRs every fucking day calling the cops every day because he'd go out to check his traps and there'd be a couple missing or a couple sabotaged and he was like it literally went from being openly like embraced with open arms you know yeah mitigate these raccoons for me because they're tearing apart my feeders right yeah get a couple muskrats because they're getting in my pond and digging holes in the bank to now it's like you know people are fucking with his shit and not appreciating the fact that he's helping and then that drives somebody out, you know. Yeah. Like, like he was at. He went to the last convention to sell all of his shit. And he was like, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to coyote hunt anymore because a lot of these farms that I hunt, they're. You can have a Guinness if you want. It's up to you. Oh
3: man,
1: I think we're going to our train wreck. Okay. <laughs>
0: but but he was even saying like a lot of the farms he hunted like. He was getting a lot of pressure from farmers' families, that uh either they had kids that were interested in the coyote hunting or fox hunting or whatever, predator hunting,
2: mm-hmm.
0: where they didn't want him on the property because then they lost access or availability to the animals or their quality of the hunt went down. and Then he'd have people that, like, was getting pressure from their daughters or their sons or their kids or their uh, wives saying, hey, you know, you have a guy hunting the property that's, going out at night or in the mornings or whatever that's literally shooting around our livestock, what happens if he hits one of our $2,000 cows? And you can't out-argue with somebody when you're like, well...
1: Logically, I don't know that, you know, but...
0: Right, but also, like, a coyote eats one calf. Right. Would you rather have a stray bullet hit a fucking heifer, or would you rather have a coyote pull two calves out of your fucking huts? Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's four grand gone. For sure. Versus maybe an accidental two, you know. I don't know. People just don't logically, to me, see that. And I know I'm ranting,
1: but. I mean, <clears throat> what you're saying makes sense. It really does. I can I can see both arguments, like, yeah, you can't just let anybody hunt your land if you got cattle or something out there because <clears throat> you don't want them getting shot. Right but at the same time you got to have some acceptance like oh this guy seems like a responsible person and take your chances or whatever for yeah. the sake of humanity almost but that's the thing is you got to trust in your fellow human you know uh,
0: predators aren't going to manage themselves until they start eating themselves out of house and home and they start starving each other
1: yeah you can run them out. You can you can kill the alpha and hang them up. and I'll run the other ones out. But but then there's like
0: people. The people issue. Just because you don't trust people doesn't mean that this one person's bad. Right. And if a person makes a mistake, their integrity is on the line. If they don't come to you and say, "Hey, I made this mistake." Right. If he comes to you and said, "I fucked up," he acknowledges his mistake. You got to trust that he learned from it or mm-hmm. her. Yep. And they're not going to make that same mistake again. It's not enough to just, in my opinion, to say, hey, get off my property. Don't ever come back again. Don't call me. Don't ever ask to hunt, you know. Right. Whereas there's those people out there that take advantage and maybe try and shoot an extra deer and say, hey, you know, thanks for letting me hunt. And they don't bring you any summer sausage. Or yeah. Or they try and sneak two deer out of the fucking, off the property and they don't say anything to you about it. Or, right. you know, maybe they see somebody trespassing they're like, "Well, he didn't know about that." So then they call their buddies and they're like, "Hey, if you come in this back corner, we can all hunt this together. You don't have to ask, you know, right?" Or, so I mean, there's always that balance for sure, but the biggest thing is like wildlife's not going to manage itself with the way our population is. If if we were coming back on this patch of land back in the 1500s and did it all over again and we kept our population below 50 million. Right. To an extent, we could cut on wildlife to manage itself. We could. But then, I feel like the issue you'd run into is people having wildlife damage their property, which they would then want to manage. Yep. Like, it's just a natural thing for people to want or need to manage wildlife. You have an ant infestation, Yeah. <coughs> you manage the ants. Yep. You know what I mean? Like... You know, and then there's all these altruistic views of let's just let them do their thing. You know, like people don't like mountain hunting with dogs, mountain lion hunting with dogs. How else are you going to do it?
1: There's no other real way to do it. I mean, like you said, calling or.
0: Even calling is sketchy. Yeah. But then there is. The right way
1: to do it is with dogs, though. That's the.
0: But then what's the success rate of calling? Like, if you're trying to manage a population, you want to be successful in your kills. Yeah. If you're trying to kill by, a or manage by attrition. If you're trying to do something like Ducks Unlimited is doing, Mm -hmm. you don't want to manage by attrition because then you lose population. But you want to be able to mitigate attrition by finding the predators of the creature you're trying to protect. So, raccoons.
1: Yep. They're you gotta n- kill nest them. predators: raccoons, possums, skunks, shit like that.
2: Right,
0: and yeah. the only other way around it is to put shit out on the water. Yep. And elevate it. Yep. But not all dust nest elevated. So, like, I don't know if you ever seen the floating mallard houses. I have. I've seen them where the eggs are still fucking cracked and broken open. Yeah. Because birds are predators of eggs too. Right. Like, you have to manage by attrition. Almost everything, you know. Even if you're not managing the exact species by attrition, you have to manage predator species. And that's something I don't think people are comfortable with. And then I don't know how I got off on this, but yeah, do trapping, like I've, I've seen so many people get out of that or predator calling because people have dogs that are running dogs through an area they hunt. And now, you know, it's hard to control a dog. Let alone a pack. And if they got on a let's say a coyote trail they're running through properties they don't have permission on right then that puts a sour taste in people's mouth because they hear that they're out for coyotes right you knock on the door hand can i coyote hunt you know i've been seeing a lot of tracks in this area mind if i go out and make a couple calls no you can't go out there because little do you know a week ago some dudes were parked up on that country mile and they had their dogs running that entire block you know right they're running dogs, you're calling with your mouth, but are you going to sit there and argue? No. And are, and are they going to listen to your argument? No.
1: I mean, all you do at that point is make yourself look like an ass, you know? Like,
0: right. But. Which they then spread the word to their friends. Yep. And say, this fucking asshole came on, knocked on my door, stood on my porch and wanted to argue with me about why he can't hunt my property. Right. What do he look like? What do he drive, you know? Mm-hmm. When he knocks on my door, it's just an, an immediate no, because now you're in my friend's circle. And he'd wronged you or right. pissed you off or whatever. Yep. So
1: Anyway. <clears throat> Society, man. Society. Fucking see what I got on my little list. Fucking grouse and woodcock are gonna have a good year this year. You think so? Yeah, it's been so dry like the brooding, brooding is gonna be.
0: I worry about the woodcock when it's dry like this.
1: Well, for chicks, it's not gonna be bad, but
0: well, right for chicks. But I'm just thinking like
1: they're probe hunters. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, they're they're neck next to wetland and shit, and right. So my
0: only issue was like the concentration that's gonna be in a certain area will probably be easier to wipe out than if it was spread yeah. across an area. But for grouse.
1: It's gonna be a good grouse 100%, year,
0: hundred percent. It's gonna dude. be a good grouse <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah, and honestly, with this dryness, there's probably gonna be a lot more drumming logs that fall. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I just love that fucking that drum dude. Yeah, oh yeah. Doop 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 doop
2: doop.
1: Every time. I take someone new grouse hunting, they hear and they're like, Is that a tractor? I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> That's
0: and what it sounds bro, like, like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like some dude gets his tractor to fire, then it goes out. Yeah, but well, is that a four wheeler every time? <laughs> yeah. It don't matter. If I take someone new grouse hunting, they'll it'll either be a tractor or a four wheeler. I'm like, nah, man. Sounds like he's
0: you. a sounds like he's on a diesel.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. So uh you going to do much grouse hunting this year, though? Oh,
1: I'm going to do a lot of it.
0: You're going to be driving two and a half hours north? Oh, yeah. Typically?
1: Typically. Yeah. Found a good spot in Manistee. am pretty excited about oh, it. Oh, that's, not, that's yeah, not too bad. That's man. not too bad. I like Vanderbilt, too, but it got blown out. Everybody started fucking hunting and shit.
0: Dude, yeah. And it, even Mesick, dude. Yeah. Mesick area got blown out like 10 years ago. And I feel like a lot of that was because of the mushrooms. Yeah, people go out for the mushroom festival. Mm-hmm. and Then you hear grouse thumping.
1: Yep, and you're like, "Oh, oh, there's grouse there's here. There's grouse here." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then springtime's a big time for them to thump. So,
0: mm-hmm. yep. So you hear that, and then, uh, and it happens to be right around when mushrooms are popping, yep. trout season's starting, grouse are thumping. Yep. And I mean, I, that's not a he- theory I've heard, but that's one I kind of have because there they used to be pretty decent. Grouse poppy, and I'm sure there still is, but, like, nobody hunted them. No, yeah. And now it's like... <laughs> that's what people go to music for is grouse and mushrooms. Right, <laughs> yeah. You know, so... <clears throat> yeah, dude, uh... You been doing much shooting?
1: Oh, no, not really. No? Argan, no, I haven't been shooting, really. I need to get back in my skeet league. I used to shoot every yeah. Thursday night, but...
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, shot for Memorial's Day and Father's Day. Some trap. Yep. Fuck, I shot like shit.
1: Yeah. I, I shot I, like shit, dude. I usually shoot a five stand league, and
0: no shit. Yep. How do you do? I out of, am, out of ten clays. Five stand. Twenty five. Right? So, twenty
1: five. You get twenty five shots.
0: How many clays do they throw? Because isn't it twenty five two per stand?
1: One per stand, no, five per stand, so twenty-five. Five per stand. Yeah, five okay. stand. Okay, so I know I've you shot, get twenty-five shots, okay, because it's a box of shells.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I yeah. Okay. I've I've shot a couple, but they're all two clays. They're one from the right, one from the left.
1: Yeah, it's one shot, one shot, one shot for twenty-five times, and that's okay. kind of like over and under type of score. Like if you shoot twenty-four out of twenty-five, and the other guy shoots. 22 out of 25 the guy that shot 24 out of 25 takes the win takes the win where do you shoot that at uh the sporting club by stanton there central michigan sportsman's club every thursday night
0: i don't know if i've shot out there
1: it's decent you got a really good 3d course for archery really good i like to hear that yep
0: Yeah, I used to shoot over by Ashley a little bit. One of my buddies from high school's grandpa was a member out there, and he'd scoop me up every now and then, just give me a ring. What are you you doing? doing? Nothing. Want to come out and shoot? (laughs) I did a league one year. That was fun, but if if I remember right, maybe it was a 10 stand, but they each had two clays. A couple of them would come from the same direction. Like you'd have one low, one high, one extremely fast, one fast, right? And then you'd have maybe half the stands were like that. Then you'd have half of them that one one was from the left, one was from the right. But then they had their their skeet field, and they had like ten launchers up on a hill. Oh, nice! So some of them would come. Well, most of them would come from above you. But some of them that you know, they'd
1: you roll them like a rabbit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: dude. And they, it was awesome.
1: It was fun. That's kick ass.
0: Yeah. So that that was fun, but so why why aren't you shooting league this year?
1: I'm going to. I just haven't got to it yet. Chase. I know. <laughs> I've been like fucking almost fucking July, bro. <laughs> work <laughs> and shit like that, dude. But it's slowing down finally. I'm what glad. time do they
0: shoot Thursdays? Five. Mm.
1: Maybe six. I, I got to double check on that. It's either five or six. So
0: you'd have to leave work and go Yeah, shoot. I
1: pretty much, when I, when I did I was pretty much loaded up, ready to go, and just Bahad there.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, does it matter, is there like a window, like a shooting window to get in for the first round? Like, is it like a, like how many people shoot, I guess I should ask.
1: It depends, whoever shows up. I mean, it could be, okay. I've had it as low as, three and i've had it as high as 10. yeah yeah it doesn't seem like it ever gets ridiculous but
0: so what do you shoot then as far as your gun
1: whatever you want i mean i shoot. what do you shoot i switch between my 20 gauge and my 12 gauge what do you got i got browning a5 for my 12 gauge and i got a franke 48 al for my 20 gauge
0: so your a5 are you shooting an improved cylinder are you shooting I shoot improved, modified?
1: modified? I, I shoot modified because that's keep what myself. Hunt with? Yeah. Okay. I could probably go improve modified, but.
0: That's what I was going to ask, dude. That's going to be my follow-up is what do you hunt with? Because. Depends
1: on the time of year. I'll usually shoot in, in like early season, September, grow or something. I put improved cylinder in there. You only get so much anyway.
0: 15-yard shot. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Two seconds. Bleeds, not even. Leaves. And then I'll kind of work my way down, and then December, I run a modified.
0: hmm No leaf cover, no nothing. Yep. Yeah. Because that was, that was going to be what I was going to say, dude, is this last couple times we shot, I was shooting my improved, modified, except that, it's what I had in for bunnies. And uh, I wasn't doing shit. I was letting them get out too far is what it was. Right. My pattern was opening up too much. If I'd have had the modified or the full.
1: Yeah. But I'm a big modified fan. I just know right where the sweet spot is. But and it covers everything. And it covers everything. And shooting trap, I shouldn't have been like
0: <clears throat> if one would come off the thrower. Yeah. You could blow it up. Yeah. But I was I was cracking them where like it split into like three or four instead of dusting. Yeah. And that's kind of how I know I was using the wrong choke. The sh- pattern was just opened up too yep. much, you know. But yeah, man. So haven't been shooting the pistol with the rifle.
1: No, I I've honestly been not really doing shit the last <laughs> little bit. I've been busy getting my shop up and mm, yeah, getting some stuff around for that. It's a good excuse. Yeah. How's that coming? It's going good. I got to get the well inspected, so I'm waiting for that guy to
0: putting a well in for your shop.
1: Well, it's yeah, I'm gonna live in it for a while. Oh, okay. I'm, right. putting side, I'm putting a little sigh I'm putting a little lean to on it. No shit making it super fucking nice like it's gonna be like knotty pine and a Dude. bar and i'm gonna <laughs> drywall a bathroom and a bedroom in there it's gonna be that's i'm gonna live in for a while
0: damn you're not doing a loft then you're doing like a lean i'm gonna to do loft, a lean to
1: yeah off it it's cheaper to do it that way Jace. <laughs> yeah that's on the
0: asshole Jace. Let me paint a picture for you. you wake up in the morning alarm goes off bam 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 yep shut it off you swing your feet over the bed yep, okay you rub your eyes mm-hmm. you stand up yeah you walk to the he mad mad <laughs> you walk to the door and now you're looking out at your shop yep. You lean on a rail. You think, do I need to get... You look over to the left corner you're like, do I need to do that today? Should I start this this morning? Should I start that this morning? Then you realize you've got to make coffee still. (laughs) (laughs) So then you walk down your balcony, take a quick right into your little kitchen area, brew some coffee, and when you walk back out, you're overlooking your shop again.
1: Yep. I going to be.
0: That didn't go through your head at all when you were debating loft or lean-to, bro? <laughs> bro. I get a loft is more expensive, but you're above... Well, the only thing, too, is, like, if you're going to run anything in there, you have to deal with fumes.
1: Yeah, and then the plumbing, you got to run up. That was, that was the killer. And the plumbing, too. <clears throat> the lean-to is just easier. I can have my little kitchen and just... Bedroom, bathroom—it's all I need.
0: But. And actually, it's—I'm not S- trying to talk shit. I'm just trying to give you shit. But that lean-to also, when you get out of there, that'll be a nice area where it's not taking up potential storage from a loft. Yeah. It's not—you know, like you said, piping and shit. If if you want to expand on it, you can always mow the lean-to. Right. Lean-to. It's going to be hard to <clears throat> mow a loft out of there.
1: So. I did make it 14, 14 high, which is pretty tall for, mm-hmm. it, so I will have enough room for a loft, but I think what I'll do if I expand off from that building, I'll put another lean to on for like welders and tools and shit. And then I'll have like open shop for. Okay. Yeah. All right. But I have a, I kind of like changed my mind because I know I'm getting like a hundred footer, like in a few years. Yep. So I figure, live in that, make make that the starting building. Grind it out. Grind it out, and yep. then if it's grown by the time I inherit this hundred foot fucking pole building, then you have expansion. I have ex- instant expansion almost. But
0: so, what are you planning on building to start? Or are you just like I'll, what? I'll, like what's the plan?
1: I'm gonna start with drift boats, I think. <laughs> okay. Drift boats easier. Don't have to buy the motors and shit. I mean, well, you do have to buy motors, but they're not, like, they're 9-horsepower little fucking tiller things. It's not like they're...
0: And, honestly, you could do that based on And I could get customer, those from work, you know. So. Right. But you could also do it based on, like, customer order. Yep. You know, a lot of, a lot of them aren't going to want them because they're not going to be fishing waters where you can even have a motor. Yep. You know, so... And if you're going country-wide, there's a lot of fucking streams that yeah. can't run a motor. So. And there are. There's
1: there's a lot of them.
0: Like Manistee, I, we're lucky enough to be able to run one in the Manistee. Yep. I keep going back and forth because it's like, there, there'll there be a year where I'm like, God damn it, I wish people couldn't run outboards in this thing. Yeah. And then there's there'll be like a year or two where I'm like, I'm glad because you can actually navigate this river. Right. You can get up and down and fucking get to good fish, um, you're not hiking in, you know, you're not ex- exerting a lot of energy or being required to have something like a drift boat and then losing a lot of your day planning. Right. If you want to run four miles up from where you launch, yeah, you, you can. can do that. Yep. I but do it all the time. Otherwise, mm-hmm. that same spot, you might have to launch 10 miles up and float six miles to get to that spot. Right. So...
1: I mean, it is nice to have that. The one I don't like is the Betsy, because if you go to the lower Betsy, and they can motor that fucker. And they do. And they do. (laughs) They motor that fucker, too. (laughs) Yeah. They just eat up reds and shit. It's like, oh, my God. Dude, and they don't give a shit. No. I watched a guy
0: one time come in, and this was, like, again, early or late August, early September. I watched a guy come in, and I was fishing a hole. And I was kind of on like this, it was about the middle of the river, but I was like on a sandy edge going out off a red, fishing this hole. And, uh, this dude acted like he was going to cut through my hole. Right. And about the second I started backing up, he starts to cut like he's going to go behind me. And I'm like, he's just going to fuck me either way. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like he was motoring. And then I hear him idle down a little bit and, uh. I start waving at him because I like there was a spot where it was like six inches deep. Right. And I'm like, he's not on plane enough, dude. (laughs) dude." And just when he hit that fucking red, dude, like it. you might have even done it yourself, but like, have have you walked across a red? You know what I mean? Just that crunch, crunch. Yeah, I have. Now imagine somebody slamming a boat into it like eight eight (laughs) feet behind you, dude. Yeah. It sounded like he put holes in his boat. It sounded like he was breaking glass. It sounded like he dumped a fucking dump load or, like, a dump truck load of rocks oh. out. Like, it just was the worst yeah. fucking noise all at one time. And then he started motherfucking me. Right. Why didn't you move out of the fucking re- You saw me coming. Yada, right, yada. yeah. And I just hit him with the, is this your river?
1: Right. <laughs> like, <"Is> this- <laughs> I had a dude do that. With the- it was down in the Lower Manistee. And there's a spot, I mean... People that have fished with me will know it's called the tough spot because I always like, hey, sit down, shut up, hold on, because we are getting on plane. Keep your hands inside the vehicle, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so if you know what I'm ta- you know what I'm talking about if I say the tough spot. There is a sandbar, which is only a couple inches deep. There's a little channel, and there's a log, like a stump, in the middle of that channel. Mm. So you gotta hit it just right, and so. I was we're going head on, so I slow down. There's a we were you could, only one boat at a time can make it through this spot because of that stump. Because of that stump, so I'm slowing down. I let this guy. I'm like, come on, let's go, motherfucker. <laughs> Get on. Yeah, let's go. And then he fucking he hit it perfectly. Like he was going slow, and I'm kidding, like, come on, hit that motherfucker. And he hit that stump and ripped his fucking transom off. Damn. Yep. And he was pissed, dude. He <laughs> motherfuckered me. I was like, dude, fucking I was waiting for you. You need to hit that shit, yes. you know, but. <laughs> yeah, dude,
0: that's that's the risk you assume when you captain a vessel, dude. Yep. Like, even bow fishing, man. And I was going to touch on bow fishing with conservation earlier, because I just had Ryan on. We talked a little bit about, like, getting shot at and harassed and shit, but it's like, uh. People don't understand, man. Like, they want to go out and enjoy their water, whether it's tubing, yep, jet skiing, or trolling for walleye. Right. That's their right to exercise their use of the public water how they want. I'm doing the same thing, except I'm doing it at night when they're trying to relax. Right. All day they're hearing jet skis. Wha 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 wha. Right. right. I go out at night. Some of the best boats out there now have LEDs. They're all battery powered. They're silent. You just deal with the light. Right. The airboat has a generator. The Kraken 2.0 had a generator. It's loud, but it's also two of the brightest boats in the state. Right. Okay, so they're bright. <laughs> yeah. But the thing that a lot of these assholes don't realize is like they want, they're thinking about going out and catching bluegills off, you know, 100 yards off their shoreline in the morning. Without me out there, Shooting gar, shooting dogfish, killing carp. Right. The population of bluegills and walleye and everything else they enjoy catching is just going to degrade. Yeah. Because the carp are wallowing in the shallows where the bluegills are. They're stirring up all that shit. Even when the carp aren't spawning, Mm -hmm. they're stirring up those spawning areas.
1: You know what's bad now for carp? Holton Lake. Dude, there are so many motherfucking carp in Holton Lake now.
0: I'm listening.
1: Oh, dude, I'm telling you, we can go out there and kill a thousand of them right now. Really? Yeah. Wow. Right in front of the Elks Lodge. If we went out there, that's that's where the bluegills spawn. Mm-hmm. And dude, there are so many carp out there. Like
0: one of the biggest bluegills I've ever caught was uh, out front of back door. The back, I think it's the back door saloon. On Holton, yeah, it's on the South Shore, kind of where oh, the Limberlost.
1: Up- that's a good one too. The Lim, right in front of Limberlost is yeah. good, too.
0: Yeah, uh, that that's kind of where, um, the the road going around just off to the south, I believe. Right? Yeah, you've got that weird intersection right there. Yep. Yeah, we had, tip up town did we had a
1: yeah we're talking the same place yeah
0: yeah we had a we had a place on the lake for tip uptown one year and there was a big accident right there snowmobiles tried crossing the road yeah and some dude was turning
1: right on (laughs) rash and snowmobile (laughs) smacked him (laughs) i've seen a fucking snowmobile explode off from hitting a crack out there before it was awesome i mean it wasn't it wasn't awesome because it looked like the dude got fucked up but i mean it was Cool to see it. Cool. <laughs> you ever
0: see the drag races out there? I have not. Dude, those sled drag races? Dude, this dude built this sled. I think he said he hit 110 in the drag strip, but he built this sled, dude. And you could damn near count the strokes. It was all cammed out, dude. He, yeah. he comes back and it's so loud, but it's pa 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 I was like, "Damn, dude!" And then when he got on the line and launched, like he's laying over his handlebars, <laughs> and it was a, it was a long track. Anyway, no, yeah, that's that's that is a good area to spawn. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of crappies out there too, because yep. you get out in there and there's one of those. There's a couple deep holes around a, and deep holes, fifteen, twenty foot, right, around all those shallow areas. Yep. And dude, those crappies hold up in those deep holes, man. Crazy. But anyway, were you talking about limber lost? Limber lost. That's yeah. a, that's another
1: good spot for bluegill <laughs> fish right in front of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Sorry, I go off on so many tangents, bro.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just dude, we've been all over the place today. No artenuary. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was. I and got...
0: it's, it's hard to have one, dude, because I I get questions and I get rambling.
3: Yeah. So.
0: My apologies. I know this is probably annoying to people because they're like, "God damn it! What's he gonna go off on now?" Right. I, I'm trying. <laughs> I haven't even hit fifty episodes yet. I'm trying right. to find my groove. And again, I'm excited for this one too because fucking outdoors talk. There's not a yeah. lot of people that can like, I can outdoors chat with. Right. You know what I mean? So.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same way. So.
0: But uh, yeah, dude, prairie dogs. Prairie dogs. I'm down for it. I'd like to uh, I'd like to organize something like that. I mean, even if it's just a couple of buddies and we go walk and just to just feel chill. it out, meet a couple of ranchers. I'm
1: telling you, Walt, when I was driving down, I said in the last episode, when we were driving down Wall, South Dakota, there was like a prairie dog farm, like for miles <laughs> big.
0: It was a ranch. <laughs> it was a ranch. Yeah. So, dude, I'm I'm so serious about it. Like I've been looking at building another rifle just to do it. Yeah, I think
1: just a 17 HMR would be fucking...
0: That'd be fun. Well, here's sweet. the thing. Here's the thing. If we're going to take a truck out for, like, a group... Yeah. I figure everybody will at least bring one rifle. Yeah. I'm bringing two. I'm either right. bringing the 204 and, like, a 17 or a 22 mag, because those close dogs will be just as fun as, like, the long dogs. Right. Or I want to do, like, 243.
1: Okay. You know? I think a 243 would be a good call. Because then if you've seen coyotes or some shit... You exactly. <laughs> dude,
0: I don't want to be just limited to prairies. Yep. I mean, a 22-250 would do the same thing. For sure. But I want to get into the 243 a little more. 22-250 is fun to play with, but if you're going to be shooting it a lot, you're changing barrels. Yeah. 243 can take a little bit more of that abuse, and you can burn the fuck out of the environments, dude. You can. So I was thinking maybe like a 243 and then something like a 223. Yep. Something that's a lot cheaper. You can shoot a lot, but then if you got a dog that's at 550 $600, you are like, anybody want to take a poke? You mm-hmm. can do an over or under, you know. All right, I'll bet a couple burgers on this. Yeah, whatever,
1: Burgers and steak are cheap out there because of the cattle companies. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> just, yeah, I noticed that, dude. You can get, like, a fucking gnarly awesome steak for 5 bucks out there, you know. Yeah, all those ranchers, dude. Yep. Like,
0: it's, it's the... It's the it's the density of product. Yeah. You got some place you got to ship a lot of product. You're paying for the fuel just to get the product there, you know. But if you have the product on every fucking ranch, yep. You're competing just to get somebody to buy it, you know. For sure. But yeah, I was thinking about that because I want I want something that's not. I mean, a six-five would be fun too, because you could take thousand-yard shots. But I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see taking something over five or six very often. No. But I'd like a rifle on board that everybody could kind of be like, "Let me, l- let Sisters me take a poke of this."
1: While we're talking about Western South Dakota and stuff, I'm supposed to talk about the Pine Ridge Reservation out there.
0: Okay, where are we going?
1: Okay, so there's this. You ever heard of the Pine Ridge Reservation? I've heard of it. It's a big Indian reservation out there. Yeah, yeah. So Isn't that I, Lakota? It's uh, yes, it is Lakota okay. Sioux. Yep. And so I got a buddy, and we went out there, and we were going to do some missionary work out there. That we we're going hunting with
0: missionary work. Missionary though. work. Okay.
1: So we went out there, and we were taking clothes and shit for them, and the cartel, the cartel showed up, <laughs> and fu- so the Dem- <laughs> <laughs> the Denver cartel showed up, and. So what they do, I mean, like we all uh, people know, like if you don't pay your fucking money to the cartel, they don't kill you; they kill your family. Yeah, and because you can still pay, you can still pay, but you suffer the consequences. But, not yeah, pay. yeah. So we went out there and got locked down in fucking Pine Ridge, South Dakota, for like a day, two days. You got locked down out there? Yeah, dude. They were just fucking killing the fuck out of them dude it was bad because that's a different law it's like a third world country
0: i mean it it is its own sovereign country within our country mm-hmm. yeah
1: so they went out there killing the fuck out of them so we
0: wait lakotas were killing
1: or the, the denver cartel? cartels were killing the lakotas holy shit and so we did our little thing and we dropped off i'm i'm running around like this like rinky-dink cabin thing like Rambo at this point. Like, dude, let's just <laughs> fucking go. Yeah. My buddy I was with me, his name Doyle. I was like, but Doyle, let's just fucking go. I was like, how much gas you got in the truck? Let's just go. <laughs>
2: Damn, <laughs> yeah, like that?
1: Yeah. So <sighs> we dropped the clothes off. But this, the day before all this happened, we were there. I got show. The, there was, like, a guy, and he was like, hey, you know, if you buy this, like, uh, dream catcher. you know, I'll show you around the reservation. He showed me where Wounded Knee was, and he showed me, like, kind of like where Crazy Horse was. That's pretty cool. That's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> dude, he showed me the mound where, like, the Wounded Knee mask, were just kind of like, oh, this is where they are now. This, this mound. Little you got mound. to see the mound, the burial mound? Yeah. There's bones sticking out of it. <sighs> that's... There's human remains sticking out of that fucking mound. Still. That's um That hits. It does. That hits, dude. Wow. Okay. So, so yeah, they they didn't make it very far cuz he showed me where they captured them and then where they were marching them to Nebraska. And they only made it fucking mile, you know. Before they got massacred. Before they got massacred. Uh but yeah, that I, what did that area feel like? It was depressing. It really was. It was depressing. There was them... I don't know if you've seen them, like, spirit trees where they hang all this stuff. Yeah. There were a lot of those. See, that would be creepy to
0: me. Yeah. Like, depending on the time of day, I guess. Mid-noon, not as much, but, like, no. evening, twilight.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty wild.
0: <sighs> but anyway,
1: wow. we got out of there. Eventually, I was like, Doyle, we got to make it to Wyoming, and I ain't going to fucking be locked down with this motherfucker, so let's just... Go. <laughs> Keep going. And as soon as we get we're like twenty miles away from out of this reservation, all we gotta do is make it to the line and we are scot free. <laughs> and we made it. I mean it was just I just like get in, let's fucking go. Like fucking I was like if we're gonna fight for our lives, we're gonna fight for our lives. But
0: So what do you what do you think was like um well they targeted you because you were on a missionary well not missionary trip. I don't I think
1: they would have targeted me because i was white and they would know that i had nothing they had nothing to gain from right right it was more or less family members to whoever they fuck dude you know what i'm saying how do you think they got in did they cross
0: the country did they go through canada
1: no it was denver
0: straight from color oh Oh. denver denver colorado okay
1: so, which isn't very far from. That's not far,
0: no. Was that like six, eight hours? Yeah, not tops. Yeah. Well, no, not even probably. Maybe f- I'd have to s- four to six.
1: Yeah, it isn't very far. <sighs> because you're on- at Pine Ridge, you're only ten miles from Nebraska, and Denver's pretty close to. The Nebraska border, so hmm. I'm trying to think of so maybe four an or hour. five hours. Yeah, four or five hours. Okay,
0: so maybe an hour outside uh the reservation, you're getting into the count or the state lines. Well, not Nebraska. Yeah. I know you said Nebraska is probably 10 minutes, but like Colorado. Well, then again, hold on. Without looking at a map, it's kinda of tough to think back. Yep. And... So
1: Pine it's Pine Ridge is pretty much southern South Dakota bordering Nebraska.
0: Okay. Yep, okay. That south corner, south yep. west corner. Yep. Okay. Fuck man.
1: <laughs> so that that was a fucked up situation. And you're like <laughs> I
0: gotta go past these motherfuckers yeah. to get to Wyoming damn near.
1: Yep. Well we went that we went there for them. Damn. Damn! Yeah.
0: But so what? So did you guys stop on the way to Wyoming on a hunt, or what so was... we
1: were going there to help the Lakota? That was the sole purpose of the trip. That was the sole purpose of the trip, but we were going to make a hunting trip out of it. So uh, we were going to go to Wyoming hunting after we were done with the Lakotas.
0: So how how did the origination of Helping the Lakotas come up, like what happened? Uh, to...
1: we were on our way there, so De- you just got to call, deliver clothes and stuff. And then,
0: well, right, but like, how did you get wrapped up and going to help, like on this missionary trip? How did that start?
1: So, Doyle is a preacher for the Chippewas in Mount Pleasant. Oh, okay, so okay, so he was doing his like church work just for... through networking and stuff, yeah, yeah okay,
0: wow, yeah. Is he still a preacher up there? He is, really. Yep. Wow. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay <dude. laughs> Till this day. Till this day. In fact, I was gonna go there this spring, but I decided not to because to South Dakota to South Dakota with them because they they got so cold out there this winter they had to burn all their clothes. What? Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, it's rough out there. It is literally a third-world fucking country out there.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, even the res in Mount Pleasant.
1: And that ain't nearly
0: as bad as no. Pine Ridge. Not oh, even I can't imagine. close. Yeah. I can't imagine. But it's just you drive through the res there and you see the mm. poverty and
1: it's like... It is. So you got to think, they got a casino. Yeah. Where they do not.
0: There's no casinos out There's there? There's
1: no casino. Well... South Dakota, you you don't have to be native to own a casino. You have to, you can be anything. And is that why they you have, can own a gas station on a casino?
0: Is that why they have those bars and shit out there with the gambling shit
1: yeah, right in the every, bar. If, yeah? If you can you can put a damn slot machine in the fucking gas machine gas station if you wanted to. That's South Dakota. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: Wow. Okay. That actually explains a lot just that right there. There is
1: only in Dead if you go to Deadwood, if you ever go to Deadwood, South Dakota, there is only one building in that entire town that does not have like a slot machine in it, and it's the hardware store, and it's because she's like extremely religious and
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow. So where would you want to hunt prairie dogs at then? Wall. Okay. South Somewhere Dakota. around the wall, South Dakota. Was that where you'd want to do your first hunt? Just to feel it out?
1: I mean, that's that's where I noticed when I was driving down the highway, that's where I noticed the most prairie dogs, is why I say that.
0: What about Wyoming? <sighs> I It's pretty sparse out there? Or what do you like what did you notice?
1: I, I didn't I was in the mountains, so I can't say I was oh, in, okay. I wasn't in prairie dog country. Yep. Flatlands. I was Yeah. <laughs> like when I was in South Dakota, I was in the flatlands, so was, you noticed them. But that makes sense. A lot of antelopes out there too. Wyoming or, or South Dakota? South Dakota.
0: The reason I was asking, follow up about Wyoming is uh, the last few years I've had this bug under my skin. Because Wyoming a few years ago legalized... That you don't need a license to kill coyotes. Yeah. There's a lot of them. And prairie dogs and coyotes, no license. Yeah. You just go into Wyoming, you can double on scouting. Yeah. Hang out, get to know the land a little bit. Yeah. And then if you get bored, you know, you shoot prairie dogs all day, you still want to go snap calves. Yep. Do a little bit of calling in the in the evenings. Kill a couple coyotes
1: for sure. <laughs> I mean, and you could. I mean, I didn't drive around the lowlands of South Dakota, I mean, not South Dakota, but Wyoming a lot. But I did, we did around like Devil's Tower area. But at that time, I wasn't like looking for prairie dogs, I was like, oh, antelope, oh, mule, deer. yeah, you know, like, <laughs> fucking. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're looking over prairie dogs yeah, to see. I yeah, I did
1: take a picture of a prairie dog den. I fuck, I don't know if I...
0: In Wyoming or South Dakota? Custer, South Dakota. Custer. Fucking General Custer, bro. Dude. That cunt. He is a cunt. That fucking cunt, dude. Ah. Uh, but yeah, bro, I, uh, well, shit, oh, fuck, we're about across three hours.
1: I know, we're about there. Damn. Damn. About. I feel there. like we've been talking like maybe an hour. I hour know. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how this one goes. We've been just all over, all over.
0: Well, we did have mulberry crisp in the we, middle. We that. did, we I'll, did. I'll have to go back and see what time that was, because how how far in do you think that was? I don't know, man. An hour and a half. Okay, I'm gonna take the under and say like an hour. All right. <laughs>
1: I don't know what the hell I did with that. But anyway.
0: If you're wrong, or if I'm wrong, I'll bring you some crisp tomorrow. <laughs> I'll go back and I'll listen before we close it down. If you nice. want some crisp. You can take some crisp yeah, home with you if I'm you good. want. I'm gonna, you are dieting. I'm, I'm going to road beer that. And... Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> finish it here. All okay. right. We don't have to kill it at three hours. We just literally crossed three hours. All right. But I figure we can finish these beers because I got about a, as much left in here as you do.
1: Right on. Kind of. I'm out of shit on my list.
0: It's all right. That's all right cuz I got some shit for you. All right. I didn't really dig into the what happened to snap you onto this health kick too much. We kind of went off I probably went off on a tangent. And I'm not trying to get too personal, but was this like um like a health issue?
1: Yeah, it was a little bit of that. Yeah. Okay. It was I I noticed myself degrading health wise like i was sick more i was Mm -hmm. and then i just had like i said a personal issue i don't i don't want to like go in and
0: no that's fine
1: state it and shit (laughs) it's
0: completely fine
1: but i felt i felt like i needed to uh, change something and if it and it meant basically improving everything okay mentally and physically so well, I want to first off congratulate you on that because not
0: a lot of people I feel like a lot of people recognize when they need to make a change. Yeah, and like we were talking earlier, some people, they just supplement that feeling with something else like alcohol right. or, or food or
1: it's what supple- sorrow. yeah it's what supple- it's what separates the men from the boys or the boys from the men, you know right So
0: yeah. and being able to follow through. Not just with that momentary urge to better yourself or prove somebody wrong. It's that commitment, the follow-through, the days. I think I told you on Facebook the one day I saw your post. I can't remember exactly what you post, but I was like, dude, it's the days that are. You got to create a habit. You do of doing it. I remember because the know. days that are tough, it's mm-hmm. the days that those habit those so, habits will carry sure. you. And through. that's where
1: that's where I'm at. The- So I'm at the point that the chip on my shoulder is starting to, like, fade, I should say. Yep. But now it's a habit, so it kind of, like, I'm going to, well, maybe not tonight, but. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I wanted to run tonight, but I didn't run today. Well,
0: it's getting late. I mean, we, we should be out of work. Decent time tomorrow. For sure. Just. Get in get in your mind that you're a day behind on your run. Yep. Run in the morning when we get out of work, and then depending on what goes on with your day,
1: sneak sure. a little one in tomorrow yep. night. I usually run for about three hours after work and shit. Holy shit. Dude, yeah, I can run like a motherfucker. Three hours? Three hours. How are your knees doing? It's not my knees. It's I, I get, My hip hurts, kind of like in that area where my pelvis was, but yep. other than that... What your pelvis was after it got split into four different quadrants. <laughs> 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 yeah, fucking pins and needles in that motherfucker. But
0: yeah, yeah. So with the um, you mentioned losing fifteen pounds, and I do want to get back into a couple outdoorsy things really quick before we wrap here. But All right. you mentioned losing fifteen pounds. Like what? Um, What kind of things have you done? Just diet change on top of exercise? Diet
1: change, exercise, lots of running. I sweat it out, you know.
0: So do you think that your metabolism is speeding up because you're getting more active?
1: No, I just don't think I'm bringing in as many calories as I used to. I used to drink a lot of fucking beer and eat whatever the fuck I want, where now I'm a little bit picky on... I'm tapping
0: my pregnant man pouch i got going on here i know
1: dude i could have a fucking shredded fucking abs right now if i didn't drink beer
0: dude I, here's the thing like they're still in there i no. can feel them
1: oh dude right here top fucking i got they're like i got like a four pack going on dude. <laughs> no. i just i just gotta quit being a lazy fuck and yeah. either put
0: down the beers or put in the work dude It's no excuse it's just the reality for me is i've been busier than i've been Ever. Between the kids, the podcast, yeah. and all the other shit I got going on. Side projects and commitments. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, dude, so I wanted to ask about um, the hog hunting. If you wanted to do a hog hunt, where would you want to do one? Texas. Or Georgia. Uh, that's, okay. Right there, <laughs> dude, that's what I going to say. <laughs> <Georgia>. <laughs> I got a buddy that lives in Georgia, and he would be down... If I gave him a couple weeks, heads up. Yeah. So if we could
1: organize something like that even next year. You know what we should do is, because I got a bird dog, we should do a quail hunt in Georgia. And Dude. then fucking kill some hogs while we're down there, too. and That would be phenomenal. It would be badass. That would be phenomenal.
0: I was actually, t- uh, Jersey J. I hope you're listening. I was texting him a couple weeks ago. I haven't talked to him in a couple weeks, but he was telling me about, uh, he was going to do a hog hunt. And I don't, I don't remember if he said he did or not, but he was telling me like he had to pull over on the highway one day. Yeah. And maybe, no, no, no. This was my strategy. He was talking about these motherfuckers will be within like a hundred yards of the highway. Yeah. And I was like, here's a strategy for you. Pull over on the side of the road. Like you're fixing a tire. If they're so used to vehicles and they don't freak when you get out. Cause he was talking about trying to hog hunt and they're a little skittish I'm like, dude, just pull over shoot one from the highway. <laughs> like that simple. Yep. You pull over, you see a fucking 30 of them out there feeding. You pull yep. over, you pop your trunk like you're getting your tire iron out. Yep. And you just snipe one, dude. Yep. Done. Go get it. Put it in your trunk because your trunk's already <laughs> popped. Close it up. Go home, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm with you. Georgia or Texas. I yep. would say Georgia first just because I know Yeah. somebody in, I mean, I know a couple people in Texas, but. I want to see Jay. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, Georgia would be cool. And how would you want to hunt him?
1: I mean, I would hunt him any way I could. I mean, a fucking dog would be cool, but. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. Dog with a pistol on the side yeah. and you got to go in and stab it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That'd be awesome. Or just drive them out, like post and drive. That'd be awesome too. Like have post drivers and posters and just. That would be fun too. That would be
0: fun too. But I feel like, you know what? Tell me how you feel about this. You shoot one out over corn. They're out under a feeder or something. Right. Versus you have your dogs amp one up. It's all adrenaline out. Yeah. And then you run in and knife it. Which one do you think is going to taste better?
1: Oh, man, the one that you knifed. You think so? Well, let me think. Well, no, because here's why. Because the corn the corn fed fucker would be better eaten because if he's been eating corn for... Okay. You know what I'm saying? I do.
0: What My theory was the adrenaline. If you're engaging it yeah. to the point where it's extremely stressed... I mean, that'd be a funner way to kill it. It would be. But, yeah. But what would taste better? Because if you're killing a pig by hand after the dogs have been biting at it and shit for a half hour before you can get in there and knife it, it's got a half hour of adrenaline spike and all these yeah. other sh- things, <clears throat> stress hormones. For sure. Versus you just sneak up and snipe one over corn that doesn't know it's coming.
1: I think the one over corn would taste better.
0: Yeah. Well, let's not even say over corn. Let's just out in a field. And and even you just, then, if you just, just because of the, it, yeah. Just because of the stress and... I feel like it would taste better. But yeah. what would be a more memorable hunt? A
1: knife knifing it. A couple of pit bulls holding onto yeah. that fucker while you walk. Yeah. Up <laughs> <laughs> that'd be bad. <laughs> that, yeah, that'd be the cool way to do it. Yeah. Yep. That's that's
0: that's kind of what I, I would like. Uh, I don't know if it'd be my first hog hunt. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd want to put one or two in the fridge and one or two in the freezer. Get a bunch of bacon all ready to oh, go. Yeah. Dude, I'd eat fucking bacon and chops for... Fucking days, a month, dude. Sausage,
1: you name it. Give that shit away, you'd be like, "This sucks," but here you go, because I'm a fat fuck and I (laughs) eat all of this. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, I'd bring that fucker home for sure. I'd definitely give probably if say I killed four, I'd give three away. Right, you know, just so I could have the excuse to go back and hunt again, and that everybody close to me is fed. But I'm glad I asked that because. You just saying dogs would be cool made me smile because uh, that's that's something on my bucket list that I feel like I have to do before I'm 40. Right. Is going with a fucking... I'd probably run a thigh holster. Right. Because if something gets crazy, I want it right, right there, dude. Right, for sure. And as you know, they'll break your shins and fucking gore you. They're, oh. They're mean fuckers. I'm supposed to tell
1: that story, too. Hit me. All right, so... I'm glad that. I'm glad glad you brought that up because you fucking like enlightened me. So, one time we had a boar, three hundred pounder. Okay. What? Hold on. How old was he? I have no idea how old he was, honestly. But he was three hundred pounds. But he was three hundred pounds. Had tusks. He was just meaner and fuck. So I can't remember who it was that helped me, but we ended up having to castrate him to get rid of him. (laughs) What? Yeah.
0: Okay. Now, did you poke him with anything? No. Well, I had a razor blade. Or you just no? I mean, like to slow him down. No. You didn't like. No, we can't. We didn't want. You to didn't kill crank him.
1: him. No. I fucking. Bro, dude, you're crazy, dude. <laughs> well, I fucking. I got. I got on his head, and this fucking just pushed him down. Like this is back in my day too.
0: Bull riding, days. mother. Yeah,
1: I just motherfucker him <laughs> down, and I was like, "All right, switch me." Had fucking my buddy get on top of his head, and I got to the rear. And my grandpa, he's just yelling at. It. I was like, "Yeah, yeah fucking!" And he gave me a box cutter, like dull his, as fuck. Take his fucking nuts off, dull as fuck. But, dude. So I fucking slit that motherfucker's nuts off and cut him off right there. Damn. Yeah, fucking threw some ant, um, ant. I want to say anodized, but it's betodyne. Oh, okay, yep, yep. Betodyne yep. on there. I am going to say iodine, but, uh, but... I took a tusk to the leg and fucking just got thrashed and shit, but... <sighs> tusk to the
0: leg? Tusk to the leg. While he was laying down or... Well, when I was on down?
1: top of his head, yeah.
0: Imagine if that motherfucker was doing eight miles an hour.
1: Well, dude, it felt like it when they're... Fucking... <clears throat> Swinging around, squealing. you know.
0: Squealing. Squealing <laughs> yeah. and shit. God damn, dude. Why don't you just go wrestle gators? I don't fucking... Uh, You'd make good money wrestling gators and relocating them, dude. For <laughs> real.
1: <laughs> That's another good story. I didn't do that. I'm fucking... My grandpa, he's only got one arm. I think I told you that story. Yeah, PTO well, got him? Yeah, PTO got him. Uh, Not PT Yeah. But he... When a, a lot of like little kids and stuff are asking, like, what happened to your arm? And he's like, You ever heard the song by like Amos Moses? Hey, Amos Moses was a Cajun, he lived by himself by the swamp. No, oh my god,
0: not off the top of my head.
1: But anyway, god damn it, <laughs> you have to know that song for it to be funny. But anyway, he would tell the these kids this, like. Pretty much the story of Amos fucking Moses, <laughs> and that's why he's only got one arm. <laughs> and they'd be like, Oh, <laughs>
2: And then
0: they,
1: they come back like, I, Somebody wrote a song about you, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, my old neighbor lost his fingertip, and I still don't know how. Because anytime when I was a kid, one day I was filleting fish with my grandpa, and he was over hanging out. He's like, be careful. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm good. He's like, that's what I thought. Oh, shit. And he shit. shows me his fingertips. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn. So I'm telling my friends at school, I'm like, you know, my neighbor Chris lost his fingertip flaying fish, you know? And then uh, <laughs> there'd be a day that like, we'd be playing with a dog in the yard and he'd be like, be careful. Be like, we are. Yeah. She's nice. He's like, she's nice, but sometimes, you know, she just. Gets a little crazy and shows us his finger and it's like, <laughs> damn, you know, it's like, you know, or he'd be like, uh, trying to pull a fish out of the water by the yep. boat and he'd be like, don't let him get to the back. Why? And then he shows you his finger and he's like, cause that prop, you know, that prop will take
1: a finger clean off. This is that Amos Moses song. <laughs> I have
2: heard
0: this. Yeah.
3: yeah. It ain't legal hunting alligator
2: down in the swamp,
0: boy. Now everybody blamed his old man for making him moon as a snake. When Amos Moses was a boy, here daddy would use him as alligator bait. Yeah, I have heard this. Use him as alligator bait. I have heard that. I have heard that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. How'd you lose your arm? Tell you what, alligator bit it. Yeah, back, back, back when I was your age, my dad used to slap me on the water and uh-huh. call the gators in, and he slapped me on a gator one day.
1: Yeah, he gets in that song. He's like, "Well, like, he used to wrestle alligators with just one hand. That's all I got. Look, because an alligator bit it." <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Fuck dude. Have you seen the?
0: Have you seen that video of the guy in Florida? Pissing up behind a bar, quotes. Yeah, and he lost his arm.
1: Oh, from a fucking alligator. Yeah. No oh, shit. Dude,
0: I got I got a video to show you. Go ahead and take a sip of that beer.
1: I'm gonna take a sip of the beer.
0: I got a video to show you. Um, I'm gonna show you a different video first of this caiman. I've showed a couple people. I've been saving it for the three brothers. Been saving it for the three brothers. But I can't seem to get three, uh, my two brothers together to. So you see this caiman? Yeah. This caiman has this kid fucking cornered. Yeah, dude, he's fucked. Until his boat comes in to save him. See the boat come in to yeah. save him? Like, what the fuck do you do, dude? My grandpa and I talked about it.
1: Yeah, there ain't nothing you can do. That kid was done. Done. Gate rolled done, deader than fuck, dude.
0: So here, here's my theory. Maybe that kid grew up in that area, and he knows that if he stands there for four hours... Yeah. That fucker's gonna leave. Right. But if he runs, it's gonna lunge at him. Right. So what do you do? You just stand still for four
1: hours and risk it? I mean, you almost have to. Like... I don't know, dude. There's just something. I'm not good at that, like in action shit. Mission, yeah, exactly. Dude. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know if, uh... uh like it just gave me such anxiety watching that because I'm like, imagine myself there, like that's a big fucking gator slash caiman, dude. Yeah, like, that fucker might have been 14 foot for sure,
1: dude. That was a big motherfucker. Like
0: you're not coming out in any pieces. No. Uh, all right, let me see if I can find this uh, Find this video here. Okay, there's TMZ. I don't think TMZ is going to show the whole thing. See if I can find it on Reddit. But, yeah, dude, uh, so Hogs in Georgia or Texas.
1: Yeah, I would take Georgia in a heartbeat. Okay. New hunt. Hey,
0: okay, so here's here, this bro. guy. Here, I'm going to hey. turn the volume off. All right. But yeah, there's this guy. He's sitting by the edge of the water. He's like
1: in a fetal position.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. People are dragging him out of the water. See how pale he is? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so... Oh, God. Now he has no fucking arm. Jesus, fuck. Yeah.
1: He got fucking rolled.
0: Got... Yeah. Now, see the dude over him with the cigarette? Yep. Telling him, be calm, be calm, I gotta tourniquet this. This guy's like, no, I don't want you to tourniquet this, it hurts. Oh, Leave me shit. alone. And this guy's just smoking a cigarette over top of his uh, stub and his face. So he's ashing in his face. <laughs> oh, fuck. Now all these people are trying to keep him calm, right? Look how pale he is, though. Dude, that's like near death right there. Yeah. These people are trying to keep him calm so they can tourniquet his arm. Now... My cousin and I talked about this. Brackel and I talked about this on the one we did last time. And here's my quick consensus. Bitch, you live in Florida. Right. Isn't there a restroom in the bar? So why are you going outside to piss on the water's edge? For one. Right. Two, if you're holding your dick, why did that gator get your arm? And why did you lose your arm to the shoulder? Like, if you're on the edge of the water, that gator's not going to lunge at your dick or your arm. He's going to, like, sweep your feet. Right. Like, there's something suspicious. I almost think he was trying to feed a gator the rest of his burger or his chicken wings. Right. And that fucker grabbed his arm. Right. And rolled him. Three, being outside of a bar, that gator's accustomed to people. Yeah. And it's probably accustomed to people, whether it's the employees feeding them old chicken wings or patrons throwing him old burgers, yep. he's used to people to an extent that he's probably associating them with food. food. For sure. And where do they give them the food from unless they throw it in the water? Yeah. They probably start with their hand, get them closed, then toss it. Yeah. So he might have been just going after his hand thinking there's food there. Just suspicious that he lost his arm to his shoulder when right. the the story is he was going outside to pee.
1: That fucker, like you said, it could have been, like, almost domesticated. Like, if he was getting tossed food every day, fucker tried to touch him or something. Yeah, dude. You know? And he was probably buzzed up. Buzzed up. You know? I mean, not going to lie, if I was buzzed up and fucking alligators, like, right there, I'd probably fucking try to no-swat them or something. But...
0: Well, that's the thing, is, like, you grew up in Florida around those gators. Right. Your whole life. I'm, That's my assumption, is he grew up in Florida around those gators. I would assume so. You know what they can do.
1: Yep. Fuck, man.
0: I'm more scared of the pythons in Florida than the gators, though.
1: I think so, too, man. I There's some big motherfucking pythons down there.
0: And they're running out of food. Uh-huh. Fifteen years ago, I wouldn't have been scared. No, but now that they're out of raccoons and everything else, and deer and yeah. Everglades, like you're just on the Everglades on an airboat. You beach your airboat. You step off for a minute to yep. see if you can fucking unbeach it, and then whap. Next thing you know, you got this fucking Satan. Yeah, s- the Satan rope around your neck. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's ah uh, crazy. I mean, they're a reptile, too, so they're just as emotionless as an alligator, but fuck, dude. Yeah. They can hide so much better. They're patient. They're Yeah. They say that gators stalk people, but they also say that, like, snakes will stalk their prey, so if they come across, like, a scent trail, they'll just yeah. lay by the trail and expect you to come back by. That's why the deer are gone and raccoons are gone, because right. they, they run trails. Yep. They say that python will just fucking lay there for days.
1: Until something comes back down that trail. Yep. And then. Well, they don't have to. They have such a low metabolism that they can swallow something whole and it lasts them a week. A so, year, damn yeah. near.
0: Depending on the size of the critter, dude. Could probably last it a fucking year. That's the issue they have with, like, crocodiles, dude. Just, like. They eat a couple times a year depending on the size of the meal they get. You know, if they drag a cow and they eat half the cow, they're good for six months. But, yep. like, that's one crocodile in a pool of 100 crocodiles in that body of water. Right. You know? I don't know, man. Shit's scary. But anyway, dude, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to try and work something out in the next couple of years for a pig hunt. Yeah, that'd be awesome. like to do something in the next year for a prairie dog hunt. Let's do it. And then uh So let me ask you this while we finish our beers cuz right on. Mine's about done. I just told the old lady we we're going to wrap. What uh what rifle would you take out do you think for Prairie dogs on our first run?
1: I would say my first run just I would say 17 just to- Okay. I think that would be like my ideal. I would do some internet re- Googling and internet researching and shit like that first, just to kind of yeah, yeah. different terrain to what we're used to in Michigan, you know? Yeah, yeah. But from the top of my head, I would say 17, 22, 250. That's uh, what
0: that, my guess is going to be the 22, 250. Yeah. Just because you know what, a hundred yards to 300 yards. I mean, it's, it's yeah. obviously windier out there, right? It is. Yeah, so 1 to 300 yards, you know what that bullet's going to do, even accounting for wind drift. That 17 is going to drift a lot. It is. That 22 250, if you're shooting 50 grain, 62 grain, that fucker's going to drift. Not as much, but it's still yeah. going to drift. But again, that 243, if you're shooting like 90 grain V maxes or 87 grains or even 80 grains, fuck, 70 grains. Yeah. It's going to be, because at that point the bullet gets a little longer, it's going to be a little more stable in the wind and not drift as much. Yep. But.
1: I think what we need to do is go rent a vehicle, just rent a fucking car, mm-hmm. load that fucker up and go drive around and just ask for permission. Yes. And Network. Make yep. contact. Hey, you know, in a few months we'd like to come out here and then, like, when that few months, then do, like, the real trip. Yeah, you know, obviously bring some rifles with the fucking frontal scouting. Car, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs>
0: yeah, that was kind of my my plan. My my plan has kind of been to like, uh, that's what I say when I want to go out and do a feeler. I want to make some contact, whether it's online or whatever, over the phone. Look at Google Earth. Yeah, look at plat maps. Get a couple people's numbers. Get permission in an area. Go out. And then just, like, do some feelers. Do a little bit sure. of shooting, but a lot of networking. Say, hey, you know, I'm looking to come out here maybe once a year with a group of guys. Yep. You know, maybe we'll bring a camper next time. Is there a spot on your property that we could camp, post yep. it up where we could have a fire? And, you know, obviously we're going to clean it up. We're going to leave it better than it was when we got here. Right. Um. But then, g- like, grow it to a point where we have a connection where you want to take four or five-day vacation. Yep. Yep. You go out there, you leave six o'clock in the morning one day, you get out there five o'clock in the evening, you're setting up your camper. Then you got three, four days of just hunting, but maybe I'm already out there. Or you're already out there with me or a couple people are already out there where this rancher needs a little bit of work done, whether it's mending some fences or fucking whatever. Yeah. You know, tilling food plots, whatever. We could spend a day. Yeah. We could help them. Helping them. Yep. Which would then give us permission but then give us, like, good standing in that community that he knows, in his bubble. For sure. Where we re- we might get recommended to somebody. Oh, they all go have coffee and talk to each other and shit out there. Exactly. Yep. And it's just getting into one person's network where, again, like we were saying earlier, like, if so- you knock on somebody's door and argue about you you don't hunt coyotes with dogs. Yeah. Nobody in that person's circle is going to let you hunt. Right. Because they're shit-talking you. Yeah. But if you're doing good work on the ranch, maybe he's got a buddy that says, hey, yeah. I he's think... got more prairie dogs than me. How about you go yep. shoot over there this week? Because, yep. you know, it'd be. Yep. But I'd rather you shoot his dogs than mine because you've been doing good the last couple of years. Right. Know? I haven't had a cow break a
1: leg in two years. Right, for sure. And that's why I think it'd be easy to get permission out there. Just because, just like groundhogs around here, but they're way fucking worse. So...
0: And I like groundhog hunting around here. Wood trucks. Mm-hmm. Something I used to do a lot back when I lived at my grandma's. It's so fun, man. I see him on, like, ditches, yeah, ditch banks, and it's mm-hmm. like, I got him. <laughs> or you see him on the road, just make a quick little note where he was at on the road, and then road's fair game. Yeah. You step off, you got 33 feet from the center, so you step off on one side, you shoot across to the other. I mean, sometimes, dude, okay. There would be times I'd ride around moonroof, right? Mm-hmm. be a couple times I'd ride around, have a buddy drive me around. Yep. Just post up on the moonroof. Dude, yeah. I'd literally have my feet on the fucking center console, <laughs> 22 mag on the front. Nice. And it'd be like, a lot of times I could actually have my bipod out and then have my gun laid sideways. So yeah. as we're driving, i am just got one hand on it. Yeah. And then drive nice and slow you got binoculars you see a fucking woodchuck quarter mile half mile ahead of you no shit it's like you stand up on that center console and you just slow troll oh, till you get to it dude yeah i mean seriously you get within 200 yards 100 yards they're good yeah you just all right slow down stop a couple seconds after stop and your scope's already on them. you're just letting the yeah. shocks and everything settle you rock a shot, dude, and then you just keep driving. <laughs> like literally, you don't pick him up if he's on the road. It looks like somebody hit him. Right. You know. But yeah, man. Well, fuck, dude. Fuck. You uh. Want any Mulberry crisp? Or. Yeah, I think I'm good. Gonna go to bed and. All right. Yeah, it's sugary. It'll. It'll get yeah. to you. Yeah. All right, well, thanks again, man. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. Did you have anything you want to plug before we get out of here? <laughs>
1: no, I don't got nothing.
0: You want to give anybody shout outs? N- n- no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I ain't got nothing. That's all I brought. That's all I could think of.
0: All right, bro. Well, thanks again. Yep. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Whistle If you would like to support this podcast, please like and subscribe, rate and review. And follow on social media at Whistlepig Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can email questions or comments to Podcast at gmx.com. That's G is in girl, M is in man, X as
2: in x-ray.com. And until you hear from me again, get outside, take a kid with you,